The Joe Rogan Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan Podcast by night, all day. So, ladies and gentlemen, as of right now, as of this moment, it's just me and my little buddy Brian. Hello. What's up, fella? We don't do enough of these anymore. I know. I uh, had a really rough night last night. What happened? I uh, took uh, that ZMA and then I went out to eat and I started falling asleep while I was on the beginning stages of ZMA. And that stuff hits you hard. Like, I couldn't really drive on the way home. It was like being drunk driving last night. What? Yeah. So don't drink or don't ZMA before you drive and then go to Denny's. I can't, I can't, wait a minute, but zinc <laughs> is just, it means ZMA rather, is just zinc, magnesium, and what else? Is there uh, anything else in there? A b- couple sleeping pills. I think. <laughs> <Is> there, <laughs> it doesn't ambient. do that to me. It doesn't uh, do that to me at all. It was, it was, I was seeing double, I had to do the pirate drive where you had to hold, have to hold one eye while you drive. You know, this it's weird how weird people's bodies react to different things. Like people that are allergic to peanuts, I know it's true, but I don't believe it. Like, <laughs> I know it's true, but I want to, like, eat that peanut, bitch. You know you can eat that peanut. Give me those. I'll eat them. This is nothing wrong with peanuts. What do you... I, how can that be possible? I waited at a restaurant where a lady ate something. I don't know if it was peanuts or some kind of fish or where her throat started getting closed up and the ambulance had to take her away. Well, that happened to a guy on Fear Factor. We didn't know that uh, he was allergic to eating roaches. Right. By the way, there was a roach eating contest in Florida and the guy fucking choked to death and died. Yeah. Same reason. Was it the same reason? I think, isn't it? Because... If you're allergic to uh, shellfish, right? Well, that's what it was on Fear Factor, but I don't know about this roach-eating guy who died. Eating guy dies. Roaches. God, have you ever them. lived in a house that had roaches? Oh, yeah, definitely. In the East Coast, it's a real problem. Yeah, It's not that much of a problem in, in L.A. Not as much of a problem. They have them out here. Like, I saw a big one out here in Pasadena yeah. at the Ice House. Fucking giant one who's probably alive back when Dean Martin was still with Jerry Lewis. This <laughs> fucking like, roach was huge. Yeah, man. those are like Disney roaches. They don't even, they seem drawn. The, 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 we have a rat problem at my house. Like, just tons of mice and rats. Oh, they yeah. don't go in the house, but they just all live in trees. Like, my tree is has like two rats that are just living up there like fucking kids in a tree house. This guy choked to death on his own vomit. Oh. Whoops. It says Edward Archibald choked to death on his own vomit after downing piles of bugs at a pet store contest. A pet store had a fucking roach eating contest. And this guy has a giant mouthful of roaches and he choked to death on his own vomit. Wow. That's a weird way to die, man. Especially roach vomit. It all has legs and it's half of it's moving. I can't help but feel a little bit responsible for this. <laughs> oh yeah you're somewhat involved with that yeah i think i contributed to this part of the retarded culture <laughs> oh, no. by through fear factor i think i definitely contributed to this uh, at least part of this it's craziness jesus christ that's a disturbing thing to read man choked to death on his own vomit during a cockroach eating contest at a pet store <laughs> fuck man it really is like Running Man. Like when you watch the the movie Running Man, they show you like people going for money and dogs chasing them and biting them. And like, well, that would never happen. This is just an exaggeration. But the more you see shit like that, you're like, not not really an exaggeration anymore. In fact, it's just as fucked up or more fucked up than fic- than fiction. Like the the cum drinking part in Fear Factor when we had people drink cum. That's more fucked up than anything you've ever seen in a movie about life being fucked up. And it was real. You know, when you have like a movie when they have those scenes of like crazy, crazy shows. Like Saw. That, yeah, like parody things. It's, yeah. 
It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> um, your uh, your rodent problem. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a unique way of trying to solve that in Chicago. In Chicago, they have coyotes yeah. that they know where the coyotes are. They know their nests. They're in Chicago. There's 60 of them. And these coyotes are tracked. They have collars on them with like RFID devices or whatever the fuck it is they use to uh, track them. And they follow them around to make sure that, you know, th- these coyotes are they're like killing all the rats. Why don't they just... That seems dangerous that just release coyotes. Yeah. I mean, they're not dangerous animals really, but yet they kill animals. Why don't they just release tons of cats? All the cats that are in the in, in the like the pens or whatever. I think the shelters. First of all, because I think people associate cats with pets. You know, they associate it with, oh, poor little kitty, come to my house, and you keep him in your house, and then the fucking cat doesn't get to eat any rats. Oh right. And the other thing is that they spread diseases like that toxoplasma thing, the one that they know about with rats, that would be really irresponsible if you wanted to have uh, a bunch of cats and a bunch of rats interacting with people. What if they put give them little outfits that shows that they work for the city, like little orange <laughs> like outfits and stuff, and like it, it's illegal if you take them into your house? People would take them in anyway. Joey Diaz would go, this cocksucker, he didn't sign up to be working for the fucking <laughs> DEA over here. This little guy, this little buddy, he's my little pal. He'd rather have fucking chicken vittles. So he gives them tender vittles. Yeah, but they would put trackers, just like the coyotes put little Fitbits in the cat's asses. Yeah, I don't know if that works like that. I don't think if you do that to cats, people would get mad at you. If you had a bunch of cats running around with RFID collars on, and you were leaving them in the wild and forcing them to fend for themselves. Yeah, but you tell them, like, hey, or they're going to get euthanized tonight. Yeah, but people would want to feed them. They would want to be interacting with them. And when people interact with cats... If it's a feral cat, that's when you have the risk of uh, that toxoplasma infection. Yeah. So I, I think it would be that's irresponsible. Why you, yeah, but that's why you just have to make it, have a little costume and make it illegal. Like, look, you get three years jail. We have trackers in these. These are working cats. Maybe put little knives in their hands or something like that so you can't touch them. I don't think that putting <laughs> knives in their hands. I don't think that, um, I think coyotes are better at killing anyway. Yeah. I think they're better at it. You know, coyotes are creepy fucks. It just seems like we would have more cats to get rid of. Well, and they're going to eat the cats, hunters. too. Coyotes yeah. are going to eat the cats, yeah, too. They're going to eat. Dangerous. Well, they're definitely dangerous. But if they only have 60 of them and they, uh, they keep an eye on them, it's a novel idea. They know where their dens are and everything. That's crazy. It's fucking beyond crazy. It's, I mean, they have uh, essentially they have these wild predators, just small enough to be manageable. It's not like a, a team of polar bears that lives in your town. They're just small enough and they're just hungry enough to keep the rat problem in check. Fuck, it might work, dude. They're testing out drones. That's drone training. Yeah, Coyote. it is like a drone. You're right. <laughs> coyotes it's like an animal games. drone. Yeah. But yeah, and how do we know that they're not fucking putting chips in those coyotes' brains? Yeah, those are Google coyotes. Remote controlling them from Florida. Could be. Coyotes got mail. Yeah, coyotes are... Uh, that's a creepy thing to have around children, too, because they will kill a kid. Yeah. Totally. That's what I'm saying. Cats won't cats kill a kid. Cats can't kill a kid. And you just... Yeah. Like, the whole, the whole city has tons of cats everywhere. There's mm. not going to be any mice. And then, yeah, I wonder cats, what they do if the if the the coyotes do keep the rat population in check to the point where there's no more rats. And how do they get access to the rats? How do you ensure that the coyotes get access to the rats? It's almost like you have to bait the rats. Like, yeah. how do you get them into like a, a spot where the coyote? You just like let the coyotes figure it out. Yeah, let the rats right. figure it out. The problem is the coyotes are going to be shy of going near people. So they're going to be the hungry. Rats, but the rats are going to be near people because that's where the garbage is. So if the coyotes go near the rats, they're going near the people. So the coyotes are going to be around people. That's creepy. And it only takes a couple months till we start fucking those coyotes. And coyotes, Would you fuck a coyote? <laughs> no. 
Not, not well. If it was held down, tied down. If a coyote maybe. tried to kill you, would you fuck it? Uh, fuck if I had to. I would I fuck a it. poodle, you motherfucker. Just stick your dick in the coyote. I'm not for to dominate them. Yeah, animal sex doesn't seem as good as like fish sex and dolphin. Fish sex. and dolphin sex. Yeah. Fish. Well, fish sex. Fish seems don't cleaner. have sex. Buddy. It seems cleaner and slimy. Dude, they don't even have vaginas. Do you know that fish? They they don't sex. Yeah, but they have very big mouths. The male. They have big mouths. <laughs> yeah, with teeth in them, dude. They have t- teeth on their tongue. Yeah, you just pull out the teeth and fuck it. I don't think you can pull out tongue teeth. Oh. Have you ever, that, ever seen that fish where um, there's a parasite that lives inside of its mouth and eats its tongue and actually replaces its tongue? And it becomes the tongue. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. yeah. The tongue. It is the tongue. Like you, they What's open the called? fish's mouth. I don't know. Let's just tongue. Google fish with uh, a parasite for tongue. But it literally doesn't have a tongue anymore. It has this fucking bug living in its mouth. Nature, you scary. Nature, you so scary. Nature, you so scary. Oh. One of the the newest things that someone tweeted me is this uh, combination polar bear grizzly bear hybrid that has been uh, seen a lot in Alaska lately. Oh, this shit's so fucking crazy. The the tongue, yeah, the tongue is nuts. <laughs> Look at that. Hey guys, yeah. how you doing? This is a, with the picture we're looking at is a dead fish that has this uh, larva, whatever the fuck it is, beetle bug looking thing, look living in its mouth that literally replaces the fish's tongue, takes a spot. The fish can't get rid of it, so it just accepts the fact this thing lives in its mouth, and the fish keeps eating. And as the fish is eating, this uh, this thing living as its tongue gets to feast. So, so this works the dick and this works the balls. The yeah, works the balls. And, and it takes the same place. Like it helps get the food down into the hole, but it also mm-hmm. steals a bunch for itself. I guess that's crazy. Yeah, it's, the, the parasite relationship with uh, parasites and organisms is so creepy. There's so many different weird examples of parasitic relationships. I'm calling your phone, bro. Oh, really? Uh, look at this picture. This is like a skeleton version of that parasite animal thing. Oh, that that was that dude. Ooh. Let me see. Fuck. Uh, oh, hey, how's it going, big guy? You I don't know if I can call him to, back. Let me see if I can. I'm going to kiss it. You want me to kiss it right now? Um. Yeah, the parasitic relationship is very strange, man. There's Do so parasites have parasites? Ones. That's a good question. I have to. What's inside the... Hey, John, it's Joe. Did you get the other number? It's been busy. That number's busy. Okay. It's still busy, he's saying. All right, hold on one we're, second. We're, we're, uh, we're going to make sure it's cleared off right now. Otherwise, I'll just put you on speakerphone. Yeah, let me let me hold on to you for a second right here. We'll figure this out with right. Brian. Try it now. Can you try it now? Or should I hang up? Hang up and try it now, and if it doesn't work, call me back. All right, he's trying it now. Um... Yeah, the uh, the aquatic worm is the weirdest one. Grows inside of a grasshopper's body, and then when it's ready to be hatched, it tricks the grasshopper into committing suicide. Yeah. Is it coming in? Yeah. All right, here we go. Hello? Hello? Mr. McAfee. Yes. Uh, it's Joe Rogan. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, sir. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing great, man. We're, uh, we're online now. So uh, I want to thank you, first of all, for... Uh, taking uh this this uh conversation with us because you don't know anything about this podcast and you took a real chance in uh in doing this and i, and I really appreciate that because uh, your story well, well you're very welcome sir go ahead 
I'm sorry, your story is uh, absolutely fascinating, and it's uh, it really is uh, a, a, a privilege to be able to communicate with you while all this is going on, because it's, you know, as you know, your story has become a, a bit of a pop culture legend right now, um, and for folks who don't know what the story is, you, you founded uh, McAfee Antivirus Software, a tremendously successful company. But for the last five years, you've been living in Belize, sort of living like a, a character in a Hunter S. Thompson movie. And uh, now you're, uh, you're in a bit of uh, hot water and you're, uh, you're, you're on the lam stating your case on your blog, which is uh, official. Uh, what is the, the blog's name? The blog, the, uh, the URL for the blog? <laughs> It's official. Well, the blog is official. McAfee. No, I'm sorry. The blog is whoismcafee.com. Sorry, whoismcafee.com. Our Twitter is official McAfee. And whoismcafee.com. You're updating like on almost uh, a daily basis. This is all. Uh, you're writing all this stuff, man. Uh, every post from me is from my own hand. So um, that is a, a very rare situation where a guy's on the lam, and while he's doing it, he's making a blog. Are, are you doing this because you don't you, you fear that your story's not going to get out there clearly and correctly? Well, it's not that I fear it's not. I know it's not. Uh, the story has gotten out there through the uh, uh, the agents of, of people like Jeff Wise and and uh, Joshua Davis of Wired Magazine, and so the story was radically incorrect as they portrayed it. They portrayed you as this sort of uh, off-the-rails nutter who's living in this beautiful country and uh, having a big party for your life. It seemed like you were, you know, well, that's, what, that, that's how they portrayed it. Of course. Actually, they, they went so far as to, to uh, um, quote specific drugs they said I was using, like uh, MDPV, which is methylene dioxypyrovalerone. Uh, now, anybody anybody who knows that uh, that drug knows it is the most addictive drug on the planet. People who start it cannot start, which means that as we're speaking, I must be taking it. So, uh, oh my God, the rats, the rats, uh, I'm sorry, rats are jumping out of my phone. So the question is, um, do I sound like a, a demented, paranoid schizophrenic or not? Wow. Well, I would have to be like right next to you and looking you in the eyes to answer that honestly, because uh, some people are really uh, good. Indeed. Some people are really good at being smooth and keeping it together while they're all fucked up. Um, but this, these, these speculations about this, let's just say what you're wanted for, first of all. Your, your next-door neighbor uh, turned up dead, and uh, you had to flee for your safety because you you, you're, you're sure, rather, that there's some sort of a conspiracy and that they're going to try to not only blame you for that, but you believe even possibly harm you or kill you. Uh, well, it's not that I believe it. I know it for a fact, sir. You know it for and a fact. By the way, he was not my next. He was not my next door neighbor. He lived about two hundred yards down the beach. I barely knew the gentleman. Oh, okay. And there was no dispute between you and this gentleman. There's, I'm sorry. There's no what? There was no dispute between you and this gentleman. Oh, absolutely. There was a dispute, but it was nothing more than dispute that all neighbors face. Um, he did not like my dogs. Uh, I didn't. I didn't speak much with the gentleman. He he drank more than 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 the average person, and um, uh, I just, I didn't get along. Uh, and he did not like the dogs barking at night. Uh, and quite frankly, I didn't like them barking at night either. They, they annoyed me, so I, under, I understood his complaint. And, uh, but as, as to being hostile or, or hateful, absolutely not. But someone uh, poisoned your dogs. They did, and it was the night before. 
It could not have been him. He owns dogs himself or owns dogs. He's... Any dog lover, I don't know whether you have dogs or not, Joe, but no dog lover, no one who has dogs would ever, ever harm another dog. Certainly not that way. And the poison used was the most horrible. They were, they were vomiting blood. They were shitting blood. You know, I had to put them out of their misery. No one would do that to a dog if they loved dogs. So uh, you feel like someone else was involved and they did it, and this man is uh, being connected to that because he died. Now, why are they blaming it on you? Okay, let me give you the history. In the last day of April of this year, uh, I woke up at 6 in the morning to 42 armed soldiers in full riot gear carrying automatic weapons storming my property in Orange Walk on the River. Um, I was held in handcuffs behind my back in the sun for 14 hours without, without food or water. Uh, at one point, by the way, I asked a guard for food and water, not just for me but for everyone else. The guard's response was, do I look like a chef to you? Now, indeed, he did not look like a chef, so it was my mistake, but uh, it was not a pleasant day. From that moment on, I've had nothing but problems with the Belizean government. The day afterwards, I demanded an apology from the prime minister, um, and I've been vocal and an outspoken opponent ever since. Now, they thought that you were running a meth lab. That was the accusation, correct? Because you, you actually were doing some legitimate scientific work, according to uh, what I've read, was that you were trying to work on some new antibiotic that comes from uh, plants found in the rainforest. Was that the idea? Well, it's a new science called quorum sensing, which involves communication between bacteria. And it was not really an antibiotic. It was a topical antiseptic, but a fairly magical one. By the way, a week after the raid, the government tried to charge me with running an antibiotics laboratory without a license. Um, that failed because, uh, first of all, no such law exists. Uh, after that, they tried to charge me for hiring security guards without a license. It's been going on nonstop for seven months. And the there now the other reason why they would suspect that there was some crazy drugs involved was because of forum posts that have been attributed to you um, that were all about purifying what the the chemicals known as bath salts and turning them into some crazy new more concentrated form of something that makes you hypersexual and all these uh, blog these posts online were attributed to you are these something these things you actually wrote? No, absolutely, I wrote them. And, and if you go there, the, the, the site is Blue, Blue Light. It's yes. the largest drug form in the world. Um, and basically, 10 years ago, a drug called MDPV can, a mythical drug uh, people claim to have found uh, with magical properties, um, and the, the myth continues on. My post was claiming to have rediscovered the formula for it. Now, the chemists online, uh, there are about 200 chemists on Blue Light, all said, this is a hoax, this is total nonsense, and they wandered off. The rank and file followed through with it. I am a practical jokester. I have a lot of free time, and, and I just like to have fun. So um, you however, just However, had I truly rediscovered that, that formula, I would go to Bayer, Bayer Laboratories in Germany, with a formula and a sample and demand a check for a billion dollars. What, what, what would I be doing here? <laughs> Um, so you, you think you would get a billion dollars for some drug that, uh, makes you hypersexual? Uh, hell yeah. Hot Rod 6,000. Okay. Well, let's, let's say, what, what, what do you think Viagra? What do you think that Cialis? What do you think all these sex drugs are? They are marital aid. Mm -hmm. So a marital aid, a marital aid that enhanced sex. Yes, I think so. I think the president would be down on his, the president of the company would be down on his knees handing me the check going, 
we now own the world. I mean, of course so. I mean, what do you think drugs are all about, sir? Well, uh, well yeah, I think th- I think people draw the line with bath salts when you know. I don't know the actual effects of it physically because I haven't experienced them. But when you know you see them attributed to people biting people's faces off and shit like that, which is what we see in the news. And the the crazy stories on airwood dot com. If you go or dot org, if you go and read the airwood uh, trip reports of people who have taken that stuff, it doesn't seem like a good experience at all. So I don't know how that would be like really well, but, profitable. But if, if, if you read this post, sir, it, was, it had nothing to do with bath salts. It had to do with a drug called MTPV can. Right. If you read all of the myth about it, it had nothing to do with that. It was a purely sexual enhancement. Okay, so um, the bath salt so it, label... It, 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 in my mind, it has nothing to do with They just attribute it to, quote, bath salts. This is, again, the mainline press doing what it does best. Let's sensationalize as best we can. So, But you know all about these chemicals in pretty intimate uh, order. You, I mean, you, you know all the, the various different chemical names, and you know enough to troll these people effectively. Like, so, but you 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 don't experience these drugs yourself? Of course not. I know about a lot of things. I know a, a lot about IP address uh, rectification. I know not, I don't know how to do it. You know a lot of things that you do not do. I read. I read, sir. I have plenty of time. Oh, I believe uh, you. No, I'm listening. Interesting. I will. I will devour. I believe you. Look, I mean, I'm not. I'm not uh, saying that I don't believe you. I, I have no reason to question you. I've just thought it was a, a very strange thing to do to write this really elaborate troll about sex. You know, about making. You know, you want to jerk off to your dick bleeds. I thought it was hilarious. Okay, well, I thought it was hilarious too, but some people did not. But listen, this is not unique for me. If you if you search online for a thing called observational yoga, let me tell you this story. A woman from the Village Voice, writing for the woman, uh, the Village Voice, called me to make a comment on the uh, highly publicized lawsuit between Bikram Chowdhury and a guy named Gregory Camuccio. And Gregory used to be one of my yoga yoga students. Uh, she had no sense of humor. So she finally said, what are you doing now? I said, oh, I'm running a bunch of observational yoga studios in Belize. She goes, what's that? I said, well, we discovered that if you sit in an easy chair, drink wine, and, and eat hors d'oeuvres, and watch people do yoga, you get exactly the same benefit. And she said, really? So I stretched it out. I said, yes, and we're going to start opening up observational weight training studios. And I went on to say that it works for everything except we've had no sex with observational concert pianists. We have people watch people play piano all day long, and they still can't play the piano. We don't know why. Now, obviously, it's a fucking joke. And what happened? She published a story. Check it out on the web. A long story about observational yoga. I had franchise (laughs) requests from all over the world. That's hilarious. And but you did have this chemical lab on your lot developing this antiseptic. Absolutely. So that's where the confusion came in yes. where people were like, "Oh, so this guy actually has all this equipment, but he's not, you know, so you weren't you weren't doing any of that stuff that that was said in that blog. That was all in humor. But did they find any of those chemicals and substances when they raided your place? But they found them then they they weren't illegal? Because those those substances aren't illegal technically. No, they found no other substances, sir. They, and they they had they, they swept that lab with a fine tooth comb. There was nothing in there but herbs that we had picked along the river. Uh, a lot of alcohol because you need ethanol. It's not alcohol, but ethanol in order to extract what we were looking for. Microscopes and a, a bunch of other stuff. With me running a meth lab. What on earth? 
how would I sell it? I'd have to be competing with the Zetas up in Mexico, the, the, that gang that cuts people's heads off just for looking at the wrong. Well, just, you know, to, play, that stupid. just to play devil's advocate, I mean, if, I, if you were going to be this incredibly rich guy, which by all reports you are, living in this country, having a 17-year-old girlfriend, which by all reports you do, and you were, my, my friend applauds you. Congratulations, sir. I applaud you as well. Um, and you were trying to have a good time, and you were cooking up some stuff. And 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 t- I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't necessarily think you would want to take it public. I would think that that in and of itself, you know, cooking that stuff up and reporting about it online would would be enough. I mean, if you were a poor person and it was an an amazing business opportunity, but I feel like a guy like you who moves down to Belize with a shitload of money, you're you're already in it for the vacation anyway. Why would you go back to work? Why would you really uh, try to pitch some hypersexual meth? You know, I, I, I could see playing devil's advocate why people would think that that is the story. Could you could you see why people okay, would think well, that is the story? Yeah, I can understand. But, but let me tell you something, sir. Uh, money is the ultimate aphrodisiac. I hate to tell you that, and I hate to be cynical. But a, a man at my age, at sixty-seven, oh yeah, you know, it is the idea of lots of cash that turns some women on. I am sorry to say that, and and I will get trashed. You're not going to get audience. trashed. That's sorry, that's, that's honesty. That's honesty, man. From your experience, especially, it's proven to be absolutely factual. So you are, uh, right. in a sense, you're way, saying... I'm, 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 I'm sitting here with Samantha. I don't know if anybody's been following the, the, the blog, and Samantha is probably... She has, she has more balls than any woman I have ever met, and she is a fierce, tiger-like ball of fire, and she is looking at me now like she's going to rip one of my legs off or maybe both of my nuts. I don't know. How, how hot is Samantha um, on a 1 to so, 10? Wait, she's how a hot is she? She's got balls? No, he's just joking. How how hot is she? On yeah, okay. One to ten. That was my friend. Okay, I'm sorry. How hot is she? I'm not talking about sexually. I'm talking about just as a, as a as a tiger, someone that you would never ever want to fuck with. So um, she's tough. She's bad. I mean when I said she's got more balls than me. I see what you're saying. Look, you, what you're trying to say is that even though money's an aphrodisiac, it's not like you don't have respect for women, and you respect women very much. No, no, just... I'm not saying that at all. I, I do respect women. I respect women tremendously. Of course, of course. But I'm also a realist. I know what motivates people. I'd be stupid if I didn't think that money might have something to do with with young girls following me around. Let's face it. Well, oh, she just pointed me and says, my ass is grass. I am, I'm in deep shit. You better keep me on the phone a long time here. I will keep <laughs> you on the phone cool. as long as you need, sir. We'll, we'll cool her down. We'll, we'll calm her down. Take deep breaths. Um, yeah, do you want to say, say hi to her? Yes. Nah, yes. Okay, Brian yes. does. Sure. <laughs> sure we'll say can. hi to her for a moment. Here, okay. Say hi. <laughs> Hello. Hi, hi. hi, Samantha. Hi. How, How are you doing? You? What's going on? Are you ticklish? Brian, settle down. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, my friend's retarded. I'm a little bit angry. Are you, are you having it? You're a little bit angry? Yeah. Why are you angry? Because of what John just said. Because of what John just said? I think what he said was fairly mild. Yeah. He was just saying that you, uh, you're a very powerful person. You've got a, a, a strong presence. You're feisty. You're feisty. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> You've got to give him some slack. No. So um, how long have you known John? Over a year and a half now. Over a year and a half. Do you do you enjoy his company? Would you uh, would you be willing to uh, to endorse his character? Does he use Norton antibiotics? I am. I enjoy being around him. Yes, he's you enjoy being fun. around. That's good. So you guys have a good relationship. Yeah. 
Excellent. We have a good relationship. All right. You're a fascinating person. Can I talk to John again? Yeah, sure. Thank you, Samantha. Uh, thank you for that. So, oh, please. Um, she seems a bit, a bit calmer now. Dude, she's a natural on radio. She should, uh, she should have her own show. <laughs> I, I agree fully. I, um, I, want to get her, I want to get her on Howard Stern. Someone on the blog said, um, you know, we, we need to get John on Howard Stern. We'd find out what Sam was like in bed. And I responded, yeah, we get Sam on Howard Stern. We'd find out what Howard was like in bed. Ooh. Whoa, Jesus. Settled t- Howard's a married man. <laughs> How dare you, sir? You, you are living that life that, you know, everybody would say, like, one day, man, fuck it. I just want to retire to some awesome country, live on the beach, and have lots of beautiful women around me. That's you, man. You're really doing that. Uh, well, I'm not doing it right now, sir. I'm I'm covered with insect bites, and I'm not exactly living the life I would like to live. Well, you were. with you, no matter where you're living, I swear it has to be an improvement. Well, I, I believe your situation right now is dire. Um, before this, though, you were living this uh, magical life of retirement uh, fantasies, what, what men think of as like the perfect sort of a, a, a place to live as an expat. Why did you decide to move to Belize? It's the most beautiful country in the world. I'm I'm well traveled. I think there are a few countries I have not visited, and Belize is the most beautiful. Uh, the the offshore reef allows me to have a dock right in front of my house with a boat. You can't do that in Florida, New York, anywhere on the Pacific. The water is aquamarine blue. The weather is spectacular year round. The fishing is great. The diving is great. Uh, it's a beautiful country. Did you have a bunch of friends that lived down there before you moved? Uh, no, I, else I would not have moved here. Really? Why is that? Oh, you wanted to get away. Yeah, get away. That's the whole key. Um, now, what, if anything, did this have to do with you? You had a business uh, in America for a while where you were doing some – explain what you were doing with airplanes. There was like some acrobatic sort of uh, contest you guys were doing with planes. Like what were you doing? Uh, it was not a business at all. I never took a dime. I never made a dime. In fact, I, I think I lost, you know, probably $10 million on that whole affair. It was just for fun. It was for myself, my friends that enjoyed flying, and we we flew these things called kite-wing airplanes. Um, I mean, they're real airplanes with instrumentation and real, you know, real airplane engines, but they, they look like motorcycles with wings. Uh, it is a kick in the ass, and I promise you, if you've ever done it, you'll get addicted. Wow. So for a few years, that, that's what I was doing. And then what happened that led you to quit doing it? Didn't someone die? My nephew died and one of his passengers. Uh, there's a lawsuit from that. In fact, I, I have, I've had more lawsuits than God. The, um, uh, everything from someone tripping over a log on my property and suing me for $10 million oh, to a wrongful death from the passenger in my, in my nephew's airplane. Yeah, that is an unfortunate aspect of our society that people look at any sort of a situation where it involves dealing with a rich person as possibly a, a, an opportunity to hit the lottery. You know, whether it's uh, altercations, physical altercations, or you know, when a guy like you, you know, you're you're obviously a very successful man, and you become a target for shysters, right? Basically, let me tell you, this is the strangest lawsuit. Uh, I bought a house in Florida, put a down payment down. Changed my mind a few days later and said, you know, I'm declining the contract. Keep the down payment. I was sued for half a million dollars, even though two weeks later they resold the house for hundreds of thousands more than my contract. And, and they sued me. Uh, it's like, 
unbelievable. They had they suffered no loss. In fact, they suffered a tremendous gain by me canceling that contract. It's a crazy world, my friend. Yeah, it is a crazy world. It's a crazy world, and the legal system is uh, most certainly not the the most perfect setup. But um, when when you moved to Belize. Um, did you were you aware of what their legal system was like? Because you, you seem to be having a real hard time with like the powers that be there. Did you know that it was like kind of fucking sketchy down there? Well, of course I knew it was sketchy. I didn't realize it was this sketchy. I didn't realize that as a rich foreigner, you are ob- you are you are obligated uh, to pay your dues. That is. You know, if you're going to donate money, I've donated more than $7 million worth of stuff in this country. Uh, but I did it in a way that the powers that be could not skim anything. You know, I bought boots, for example, for every police officer in Orange Walk District. Um, I, and I, but I demanded an accounting. Who gets which boots? Now, what, what government official is going to be, a, be able to skim money off of that? They say, well, give us the money and let us buy the boots. Well, they would keep 99% and buy two pairs of boots. This is how it works. The rest would go to their families and in their own pockets. Well, I don't play by those rules, and it pisses everybody off. The, the, the government sends someone in for a donation. This is prior to the last election. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when, when, I heard, when I heard the amount, I said, get the fuck off my property. What, like, uh, how, how much are they asking for? People saying that. How much are they asking for? Two million. Two million dollars. Jesus fucking Christ! Right, well, and this is for one well, for one well, term. They were, going, they, they, were going to make, they were going to make my life better. They were going to give me all sorts of preferences. I didn't want to hear the fucking preferences. Get the fuck off my property. There is no argument. There's no question. There is no communication here. Just get the fuck off. Yeah, it seems. They don't like that. I, you it, know, it pissed them off. It seems like it, it would be nice to give them a little bit of money. You know, nice to if they really have the altruistic notions in mind of. You know, keeping the community in in, a, in good order and and governing things well, but it seems like you're dealing with a, an an ancient system of corruption that's almost unsurmountable. When you deal with like, is that what they call a banana republic? Uh, it, this is way below a banana republic. Keep really? in mind, police was founded by founded by pirates and is still controlled by pirates. Founded um, by pirates. You, know, they, 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 you rule you rule through fear. Uh, and you collect debts through extortion. This is the way life is. But they can't extradite you to America. Is uh, is that the case? Like, if your uh, your lawsuits, like, do you have to go to America to deal with the lawsuits, like involving the plane crash? No, of course not. So, uh, you know, you know how the legal system works. If if anyone ever did get a judgment, which no one has, out of all these lawsuits, all of them have failed. Uh, I will settle nothing for a dime. I don't care if it costs me ten million dollars. I will pay it. I will. I will fight it rather than give someone a single dime from suing me. So, uh, but if you ever do get a judgment, they can collect it anywhere. This is the way the world works. So uh, if they did find you responsible, it wouldn't matter. They would be able to get to you. So it's not that you're in Belize for that oh, reason. Of course. But, can but, you, but how on earth can anybody, like the, the, the airplane lawsuit, the airplane didn't belong to me. I was not even there at the time. Right. Uh, everything was kosher. Accidents happen. I am sorry. I lost a nephew in, the, in that crash. And I, I am sorry that, that someone lost a father and a husband. But it was an accident, for Christ's sakes. No one is going to find me guilty. It's, it's ridiculous. They, they, and this has been going on for seven years. Hmm. They just wear you down until you pay. But I will never pay. I will never settle. I will fight this if it takes 50 years and, and cost me my last penny, because I will not. I will not submit to extortion. Well, it's it's kind of interesting that you would be held responsible for it when you think about the fact that 
who knows how many people die in motorcycle accidents every year. And that's thought to be a respectable, normal activity, That although very dangerous. When people die in it, you don't go immediately looking for someone to sue because they were involved in a dangerous uh, activity. It's, uh, it's really well, weird to I me. Guarantee, I, guarantee you, I guarantee you you would if it was owned by Bill Gates or, right. or Steve Jobs or Wozniak or me. Absolutely you'd go after the person because that's what they do. Exactly. So now your situation is you, you're on the run, essentially. Do, uh, do you have official charges against you? I have no charges whatsoever. So you just, uh, but you know they're looking interest for you. that they want for questioning. However, I know how this system works. Uh-huh. Uh, after, the, uh, after the questioning, I am detained. They can legally detain you forever in this country with no charges. Uh, and it's easy to make a charge because there's no law here. Um, even though even though it's on the books, there is no real law. The law is ruled by the powers in the party. And so, you know, I'm not turning myself in for questioning. If you want to question me, call me on the phone. I'll be happy to talk to you. I'll answer anything you want to know. But yet you still plan on staying in Belize. It's my home, sir. I mean, maybe you don't understand that, that when, you, when you love a country and you love the people um, and you love where you are, it becomes your home. Um, so I don't care how bad it gets politically. I don't care how many nasty people show up at the top of the government. I will fight it. I will fight it. I will not leave. Oh, I understand that that's your position, um, and I, I understand your passion. It's just very unusual that someone would be willing to deal with such dangerous situations. Um, a, a lot of people uh, would not have that sort of resolve in committing to uh, a place to live. Well, when you're 67, your future is very slim, sir. You don't have a lot to risk. You say that, man, but you're going way out of your way to speak to people like myself, to speak to Alex Jones today, which I know you had a conversation with earlier, to, talking to people at Wired, telling your case. You, you, you obviously have a vested interest in staying alive and a vested interest in, in telling the truth about your situation. You're not a guy that's like looking for at the end. No, I'm not, but I'll tell you one thing. My most important point, and I'm going to say it right now, is that three of my friends are in prison, and they have been in prison for going on three weeks because they could not get their hands on me. Even if they do get their hands on me, those friends will stay in prison. This is the way the system works. This is unjust. They have been charged with bogus charges. Uh, if you go to my website, which is whoismcafee.com, again, whoismcafee.com, you will find email forms, email the prime minister, the, everybody, everybody is listed there. Demand that these people get released. This is injustice at the highest order. I may be an old man, but they are all young men. One of them is in his early 20s with a brand new baby. His wife, by the way, was arrested and held for a week with a newborn baby before she was released. Um, you know, anybody who aids and abet me was arrested. A cab driver who helped me, he was arrested. Um, this is utterly, utterly absurd. Because you are my friend, you are therefore arrested and punished. And by the way, the prisons here are no joke. There are no beds. You have concrete floors. There are no toilets. There are no showers. There is no fucking food. So please, everyone, go to my site, whoismcafee.com. Look at the form. Mail these idiots and ask for something. Release these people. Is there a way to resolve this situation? Is there a way in, in Belize? You, the, the, cor- the corruption that you're talking about sounds so overwhelming. I mean, it, it, it seems like if you go there and fight it, it's almost like swimming into the ocean and hoping to hit land. It's almost like an insurmountable you task. Think, 
you, you would think so, sir, but 70% of this economy depends upon tourism. Believe me, if the outside world gets pissed off enough, the, the government will listen. If 70% of any economy disappears, that country collapses. At some point, they will have to yield. Well, I or, or I will stay like this, I will stay in hiding forever, and I will continue to write forever. Those are the only two options. Well, I can certainly tell you this. Uh, li- listening to your story has made me not want to go on vacation there. I would never go on vacation yeah. there. Because if the shit hit the fan, it sounds like the place is controlled by fucking crazy people. Well, it is controlled by crazy people. And by the way, sir, I'm going to check to see whether you emailed something yourself. And if not, uh, I'm going to come after you. I am indeed. I'm going to uh, harass you with uh, Lawrence Welk music outside your house for hours. If you, I don't understand, what did you say? If I did you, it, you have to. You have to. He wants you to email. If, if, you, if, you, oh. if, you, if you don't go on my on my blog and mail yourself, then I'm going to come after you and play bad Lawrence, music in front of your house. Lawrence forever. Welk was a wonderful man, and he played some beautiful music. Just but a, I will. I will. I will. Not only that, yeah, we'll. But, but we'll Try listening to it for hours on end. Isn't that how they got Noriega out? Didn't they uh, like play Metallica or something like that? Ugh. I think they they played. Sorry, sir. I said, isn't that how they got Noriega to come out of? uh, He was uh, held up in a house when they finally arrested him after they they worked with him for years. They were playing Rolling Stones to him. I don't think he liked um, uh, Mick Jagger and his crowd. Right. so you you're still you still believe that this can be resolved and you can go back to Belize and go back to living your wonderful life in your home. I do indeed. Uh, if 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 I am wrong, then I really am crazy. So you believe that by exposing all this corruption, sort of sort of shedding a lot, turning a lot of negative publicity on the way the government is run in Belize, this could hurt their economy and it can make them reconsider and and become nice. Like what's what's how's you it know, gonna get you I'm back? Sorry, I'm sorry, but money, money does motivate people. I believe you. No, I, I certainly believe you. But you, it just seems like you're in a situation where you're dealing with so many dangerous folks. I couldn't imagine you not wanting to just get the fuck out of there and maybe come back to America, um, where our system of law is a little bit more obvious. Okay, well, there are a couple of issues. Number one, I'm traveling with a young woman whose life is in my hands mm-hmm. um, and trying to get her out of the country with me or move with her uh, would put her at danger. She will not leave me. Um, I've tried threatening. I've tried pleading. Um, uh, all she says is, where you go, I go. Um, and she's threatened now to slash my throat in the middle of the night if I even suggest it again. So um, I have her to think about. Yeah, um, or... Or don't be around people that are thinking about cutting you. Yeah. That's another option. Yeah. Obviously, she, that's she, just well, a figure of speech. She is joking, she is joking, joking. there, sir. I of did course. not in any way mean to imply that she would actually oh, do it. we know. We know. We were just joking around with you. Maybe it was um, the whole time. Well, it's, listen, man. It's great that you have so such my, a loyal my, companion. My humor, my humor is stretched thin these days, so if I, if I miss some of it, please forgive me. It's great that you have such a loyal companion uh, in this uh, terrible time of crisis. Do you, now, how are you, uh, I mean, without giving away your location and, you know, giving away your methods of concealment, can you tell us about how you're, how you're living? Well, I've, I'm not living very good. Well, actually, today I'm living really good. Um, I do manage to move from time to time. I do get some, some warm showers. By the, oh, by the way, uh, until you lose everything, you have no clue what's truly valuable. To me... Number one, other than food, of course, hot showers. You have no fucking clue what life is like without it. Um, so we're living high on hog today. Now, you may think we're living in a hovel, 
but, but for today, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in hog heaven. Uh, my life has not been exactly pleasant. Uh, I've been moving frequently, sometimes every four hours, sometimes once a day. Um, again, my biggest concern is, is making sure that Sam is safe. Um, moving with Sam is a lot more difficult, of course, because people are looking for uh, an elderly white man and a cute young girl. Well, gee whiz, um, you know, how hard is that to spot? Uh, and yet we've managed for almost three weeks to evade the authorities, and I can I plan on continuing to do it until my dying day, if necessary. So the idea is not to hole up until you get this resolved. The idea is to just hole up to the end. Well, if I get this resolved, if I get this resolved, that is the end. Then I go home, Sam goes with me, and we go back to swimming and fishing and, and, and sitting in the sun. Now, you've used a bunch of different elaborate disguises, too, that you were, you were pretty open with, different things that you did to, to hide your appearance. Yes. What did you do? Uh, actually, actually, I met uh, the Financial Times reporter, uh, um, Adam Thompson came. He was actually going to come and, 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 and stay with us for a length of time and chronicle our events, but he kind of freaked out after he got here and... And and um, was seriously freaked out and and begged to leave after four hours. He did get four hours of tape interview, and his his um, his story will appear in the London Financial Times on the seventh of December. It should be a fascinating story. Wow. Um, I felt sorry. For, I felt sorry for the man. I chose him because he was an objective writer. Uh, it did not occur to me, and this is how stupid I am, that someone who was a financial reporter might not be suited for this life. <laughs> Wow. So he, at least he hung in there for four days, so he'll get an accurate assessment. No, he's not a full day. He, he, he hung in here for four hours. Oh, for four, four hours. hours. Oh, Jesus Christ. What yeah, a pussy. Fact, I, I, wrote, I wrote on the block. At one point, Sam said, she really, I mean, she really railed at him. She said, I'm a girl. I'm small. I'm 20 years old, and I have more balls than you have. Whoa. Um, and, you know, the, the, the poor bastard was really taken back. I laughed and said, don't worry about it. She's got more balls than me, too. Now, don't take it personally. There's, a, there's an e-book about you that's uh, it started off as an article in Wired, but it became so interesting that uh, this writer con- constructed an e-book, and uh, he, they're, they're selling it now, I believe, on Amazon, right? Oh, yeah, Josh Davis. Um, yeah, Josh is not one of my favorite people. Yeah, so tell you, the story. you hosted him. He called him. me to do a story about the, the arrest and, and the raid. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, under this condition, if it, if it devolves into a personality piece, I am not going to cooperate. Because that's all people write about me, it's personality. I, I do have an outside environment, which is interesting, but people prefer to write about whatever I am. Well, you're an awesome personality. I believe that you have all I'm these sorry. other things. You're an awesome personality. I believe, look, first of all, you're a very successful businessman. You're obviously a very intelligent person. But let's be honest. You're an awesome personality. You're you say 67 years old? You're 67 years yes. old. You live in the beach in Belize in this incredible compound with 11 dogs. You have really hot girlfriends. And the legend is you cook meth. I mean, that's a fascinating story. People would want to hear that. Once they chip away at all that right, and get uh, to who course, you really but, are. But if you and I have an agreement, but if you and I have an agreement, sir, up front going, this will not be a personality right. piece. This will be a story about corruption and police. Right. And it ends up being an ebook with me holding a shotgun shirtless 
fuck me. So right. Josh is not my favorite person. You uh, know, and in fact, halfway through it, I figured out what was going on. So I go, you, you motherfucker, in my own mind. I, so I, I understand. I understand. Uh, in my own story, and I even told him, you can ask him this, that, listen, I'm writing a story about you while you're writing a story about me. Ah. Mine will come out first. Well, I, I understand that what's really important to you is to get out the reality of the corruption in Belize, and that's what was important about... But do you understand that more people are going to read that piece because they got a picture of you naked with a shotgun? It's really hard to that's find right. pictures of that, me that piece, naked with a shotgun. Me or the corruption. No, but I, I disagree, sir. And this is why. Because I think it turns eyes on it. And your amazing personality is making people aware of this corruption. That's how I'm becoming aware of it. I wouldn't become aware of it if it wasn't for the fact that it makes for this sensational story. Whether or not most of the aspects of it are true or not, you have to understand that that's why people are paying attention. People love a crazy train wreck and a billionaire who's shirtless holding guns. That's the kind of shit people want to see. When a guy is 67 years old and he lives in a beautiful paradise with hot chicks and he's got a fucking gun and he's not wearing a shirt, that's the kind of shit people want to see. Through that... You can get your story and your information and what's really important for you to, to reveal this corruption. But you have, you have to understand that, that that makes it appealing. That's, that's what's exciting about it to people. No, no, I understand that. And I understand that full well, and I am using that to, to the max. However, that still does not excuse Josh from a personal human relationship standpoint. I'm sorry. So Josh there, violated your trust. I agree, and he, and he did me a great favor, but he did it in a very unjust fashion. So Josh violated your trust by, by making it a personality piece. Big time. Yeah, I understand. So you're just not interested in revealing those aspects of your personal life, and you thought that by having him and having him over in confidence, he would not make it about that. Uh, I did indeed. And I totally he understand. Came, I had the agreement from um, him that it will not be a personality. Piece. I totally understand so, that, but, sir. But since it was, since it was, I, I folded it into everything. I'm not a stupid person. I, I'm foolish, I admit, but but still a little bit clever. I go, okay, this is the way it is. I'm going to just use you as a springboard, which I did. Well, I, and I I appreciate that you did do that. So that's how how I I found out about your blog and. I think that's one of the most beautiful things about this day and age is that a guy like you really cannot be misrepresented because you can represent yourself and you can put your own words down in a blog and have an answer for every question instead of just leaving things up to your accusers, especially in a situation like yours where you're on the run, you still have the opportunity to put up your version of the things word for word, exactly how you want it distributed. And uh, that, that's a, a rare thing about our time and this conversation that we're having right now. Same thing. You, you have a rare opportunity to state your case emphatically. No, I, I agree fully. And that's why I'm talking to you instead of CNN. The CNN has been reaching out to me every single day and, you know, I've basically been telling them to fuck off. Um, the, 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 the traditional press operates on the principle of let's use what's already been regurgitated and throw a different light on that vomit. Here with you, I'm talking to you real time. You have, you have the, the resources, you have the access, uh, and you have the, the viewership uh, or the listenership, uh, which is completely different. I, I can talk to you, and you can ask me anything. I don't care what it is. My sexual preferences, is, you know, whatever. Have I ever stolen as a child? I don't care. I will answer honestly um, because... 
It comes from my lips with my, my intonations. If I talk to CNN, they are going to edit it to the point that I still come off like a raving lunatic. Of course. Oh, God, rats again coming out of the telephone. So. It's a dying method of getting information. It just it doesn't make sense. The, the, the way it's broken up in commercials and designed to sandwich products in between that you don't want. It, it's a dying way of distributing information. It just doesn't, it doesn't hold up in, in the, the age of the Internet. But I think this is one of the rare cases in, uh, in, as far as like a big news story like yours where a guy gets to really tell his story to a bunch of different v- venues, whether it's Alex Jones or me or whether it's your blog or whether it's your Twitter, you you uh, official McAfee Twitter, you you are able to tell your side of things in a way that we've never seen before. Like, could you imagine when OJ was on the run? If OJ had a video blog, and he got to tell his story, yeah, it, would, it would have been a completely different story with a different ending. Yes, possibly. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, if Lee Harvey Oswald could have had a fucking blog, that would have been a, a, a an interesting oh, we, thing. We, we, we know, by the way, it was Michael Jackson who killed his wife. I mean, if you if you can remember that far back, Michael Jackson and the young boy were headlines, uh, and then suddenly everybody forgot about him and and, and started looking at OJ. So if you look <laughs> at motive, it had to be Michael Jackson. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's correct, but uh, no, I, I, I respect you, I you putting it out there. You, but it was a joke, sir. I know it was a joke, man. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm reacting to it as if I'm retarded. Bobo killed it. Where was the monkey? My, my, no. my apologies. No, no worries, man. Um, do, do you, are you comfortable with this position of uh, being this guy who's on the run and uh, being this guy who's accused of uh, a horrible crime and, and of having this really crazy, wild lifestyle? Is this, uh, are you uh, enjoying this stage of your life other than the fact that you're uh, on the run? Good God, no. I mean, I, this is one of the worst, worst points of my life. Absolutely not. Uh, but I'm, I'm not backing off from anything, and it's not something that, that is going to deter me from continuing. Um, I mean, I would much rather have the freedom of movement. I'd like to jump in my pool and, and sun myself and, and sit at the end of the dock and throw a fishing line in the water or just get in the boat and bob around for a while. Um, but no, this is, this is not something I'm comfortable with. Uh, it's something I'm coping with. There, there's a difference. How many people have a negative reaction to to your lifestyle, the, the lifestyle that you were leading before you uh, you got into trouble with the Belize government, the older guy with the young chicks partying all the time? Well, I would say ninety percent of the older guy with the young chicks. It's just the partying all the time did not exist. Not the way people think there was partying. Okay, so, I mean, even just hanging out with a 20-year-old naked, that shit's partying. That's how I look at it. I want to party with you. I don't mean partying by, like, the the drugs that you were trolling people on taking. Um, I I don't mean to apply that, but I mean to apply that you're living, like, a a, a pretty festive lifestyle down there. Well, I I was enjoying it, and, you know, I, I still enjoy it a little bit here. Was the, the was there blowback from like the the locals at all? Like, how do they feel about this older rich guy moving in and and uh, banging all these young hotties? Uh, well, I, I think I think the men, by and large, would would like to figure out how I did it. The women hated it. Is what's the? I mean, they would look at me, and then, and then they would imagine their husbands in the same situation, and suddenly. Uh, I was the devil incarnate. Yeah, isn't that funny that people give a shit about what you can pull off? You know, like, shouldn't you be happy when you see uh, a guy who's in his 60s who's managed to pick up some 20-year-old hot chicks? Shouldn't everybody be happy that that's possible? Why does one man success? Well, I'm, I'm happy. 
I'm happy when I, I see anybody enjoying themselves and being happy because, my God, you know, the, the person next to you is just like yourself. You know, we're, we're, not, we're not as separate as, as you think. We are all each other. And so, yeah, the, the rational and, and sane person with a heart is always happy when they see another person happy. That's why we smile when other people smile. Yeah, what is it about other people's success that for some reason with weak-minded people, it, it somehow or another they feel like it's taking away from them? Like jealousy. they want to attack jealousy. you. They want to attack you for your success. A 67-year-old guy that can bang 20-year-old girls wins everywhere in the world. Is there any protection that the U.S. offers in a situation like this? Like can you go to like the embassy or, or, or whatever? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, of course I could go to the embassy. The problem is... Uh, everybody has a false uh, idea of how much power an embassy has. It is a, a tiny little building in a foreign country. Um, uh, I could go to the embassy. There are two options afterwards. I'd have to stay there forever, like Julian Asanga, um, or leave the embassy and face immediate arrest. I mean, uh, the, the embassy isn't going to go, hey, let this man out of prison. They're going to say, F you. Well, you're a man of considerable resources. I mean, I would think that a, a guy with uh, your kind of wealth would be at least be able to arrange for some sort of uh, uh, a legal meeting with someone in the United States to help you get back. Has, has that been done at all? Well, well, you're assuming I want to get back, but, you know, as I stated earlier, I don't want to get back. This Even just to home. get to I safety? I do not want to leave. Even just to get to safety, I mean, while you're on the run, I mean, you, you would rather stay on the run in Belize than be, like, comfortable in America? Just sort things out? In I, do not think I'm gonna, I, I don't think I'm going to be on the run forever. In fact, I seriously do not think I'm going to be on the run for much longer. What's the plan? Uh, you know, the government, the government is not stupid, and I know for a fact that, that tourism has to have been impacted by this affair, and not in a positive way, sir. Um, and if, given the fact that tourism is 70% of the economy... Uh, I believe that eventually common sense will prevail. I really do. And some accommodation will be reached. So uh, that's do they have other suspects, or do you know what's going on with the case with the guy who was murdered? Well, if they have other suspects, I, I don't think they're pursuing them. Um, you know, they still have not named me as a suspect. They just named me as someone they want to talk to. But this is police. The last person who gave himself in for, for talking was a guy named Arthur Young. They handcuffed his hands behind his back and shot him 14 times in a police van because they claim, with his hands handcuffed behind his back, he attempted to wrestle a weapon away from one of the 10 officers in there with him. Now, please, get a clue, people. But yet you still want to live there. This is amazing that you, you I, think that this can be worked out. Because... The officers themselves are, are not to blame. I'm not, I am not trying to, to blast the entire police department. The, the average police policeman has, has a heart and is a decent person. They're paid less than a dollar an hour, for Christ's sakes. So obviously they're going to be corrupt, not corrupt to the point that they have to, they have to augment their income in some fashion. It's not the police. It's a very few highly, very powerful, highly placed officials who are very powerful uh, who have bled this country dry. This is the problem, sir. Well, listen, since and you I know for a fact that, that, that people, can, people, people can be removed from office. So that's what I was just going to say. You're such a bad motherfucker. Why don't you just run Belize? You love it. It's a great I, place. I don't want to run Belize. I don't want any power. I want to fish and play and, and sun myself and enjoy my friendships. And do it as the king of Belize. <laughs> no? You could yeah, run it. You, could, you have real true no, love for it. King of Belize? 
Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, did you realize what a nightmare being a king would be, being a political person? Good Lord. Mr. McAfee? I don't, want that, no, I don't want that responsibility. Mr. McAfee, I'm joking. I don't really think that you could ever be the king uh, of Belize. Just joking, sir. No, I understand that, but... But keep in mind, but my, my humor may be stretched a little thin due to my circumstances and lack of sleep. Oh, my absolutely. Oh, please. Uh, you have been an amazing interview, and uh, uh, your character holds strong in, uh, in this terrible situation that you find yourself in. You, uh, you keep it together admirably. It was very good talking to you. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time and using your uh, cell phone credits. And, uh, you know, okay. and, I'm and before, before you leave, let, let me interrupt you. Who is McAfee.com? Who is McAfee.com? And our Twitter site is official McAfee. And McAfee, for the folks who don't know, is spelled M C A F E E. M C A F E E. Thank you very much. So I, I thought it was McAfee all, this, all these years. I really I called it McAfee over and over again. It's McAfee. Sorry about uh, that. I- yeah, well, that's, that's what my father said, so that's what I believe. Listen, it was a, it's an honor to talk to you, sir. Uh, I wish you all the best of luck down there, and uh, I hope you can uh, find safety and security and everything works out. Thank you very much, Joe. Official McAfee on Twitter and whoismcafee.com. Thank you, sir. Ride like the wind, my friend, and, and keep living that dream life. Holla. Well, that's, what was that like, Brian? Um... That was interesting. Fascinating, right? Yeah, I think it's really silly that he wants to stay there, though. I, I, if I was him, I'd get the fuck out of there, deal with it from afar using lawyers or like some other kind of way, and yeah. then return there when you can. Because it seems like it just doesn't seem smart just to... Well, it was very... It was like conflicted because he would tell you that it's so corrupt and it's fucked up and they murder people and you turn yourself in, they shoot you in the van. Right. And then he's like, but it is my home, and this, those people, they make a dollar an hour. And it's like, like it's, they're going to make a dollar an hour, so it's okay that they shoot people in a fucking van? Like, what's going on here? Like, he's all over the road. And if that girl really said he was just going to slice her throat, she probably murdered the guy. <laughs> well, you know? She's like, well, yeah. this is money. Uh, I'm not letting anyone get involved with this guy, you know? Right. Like, <laughs> you, you poison his dogs? All right, bitch. I'll yeah. go over and shoot you in the fucking head. And poison, like, I, I want to know... The dog. I don't believe that the girl did it, though. Yeah, I don't either. But I want to know, like, the dog being poisoned and, like, this guy that been, been, that has been shot, is there any DNA going on? Is there any well, proof? Yeah, well, like, actually, like, that's or, a good point. Is there I'll an, answer that. Okay. What, what, there's one way that you can tell is they actually, when the guy was shot, they have a ballistics on the bullet. And then when the dogs were poisoned, McAfee had to put the dogs down. So they actually dug up the dogs, cut the dogs' heads off. And they took the dog's heads to forensics labs. Mm. So they were trying to prove that the bullets that killed the guy are the same that killed the dogs, which would mean that McAfee. But they haven't been able to do that. And if they did, that would be like big news. Right. You know, they can't see, they, they can't fake that kind of science. If McAfee has the gun, you can't, that's ballistics. You couldn't, uh, you couldn't rig ballistics. People would say, well, can we see the bullet? What did you do? Like, right. let's see the physical evidence. Is there one hair of his at this guy's house? Well, you know, they, you know it could be that he visited the guy. That doesn't mean anything either. They're, they're neighbors and they did have a dispute. So they did communicate. But, you know, the other thing that I didn't buy was when he said that people who are dog lovers would never poison a dog. There's some sociopathic assholes out oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's not true. That's crazy. There's people that want their sleep and they're like, fuck it, I'm going to poison his dogs. There's definitely people who have dogs who will poison your dogs. That I didn't That I didn't. Uh... But the other, the other thing is, like, he knows way too much about drugs. I've never done drugs. <laughs> 
Right. That was nuts. And he's telling us all the different compounds and the, 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 the sexual hype stuff. If you read the stuff online, folks, um, if I think he said it's bluelight.com. Let me, let me uh, I'll Google it for you on blue light. It's, I don't know if it's true, but it is fucking fascinating. The story of this guy cooking this shit up. I mean, him, he, he says it's just horse shit. He says he was fucking around um, and trolling. Which but, I believe. I th- that dude could sure. probably hack our computers if he... Is, I bet he could. Know, McAfee, come yeah. on. And by the way, he's, you know, he obviously is a troll a little bit. Like, yeah. you know, he, he does fuck around with people. This whole like thing the whole, could the be the a yoga troll. thing. No, I don't think it is. They, they're lo- really looking for him. But the yoga thing... You know, yeah. like if it was a troll, it's a brilliant way to uh, to start up uh, like maybe just a blog, like to get people to read, listen to his, and read his blog. I bet millions of people are reading his fucking blog. Yeah, but Voodoo Chicken uh, is the first guy who uh, turned me onto it, and he put it on uh, the Rogan board, and I, I read his uh, his take on it, and I was like, this is fucking bananas. Like this this guy, if he was really was doing that, was uh, hyper concentrating this drug, whatever the fuck it is, that makes you ridiculously hypersexual, you know, and then taking it and fucking a 17-year-old girlfriend. But the thing is, he does have a 17-year-old girlfriend. He, at least he did have a 17-year-old girlfriend when he was doing this. Now he's got a 20-year-old. You know, she's 20? The new girl's 20? The one who was on, wanted to cut him in his sleep. She's well, 20. Wow. Or just joked about cutting him in his sleep, rather. Um, so he, he is obviously a little twisted, just period, sir. Just I, yeah, sir. Nothing wrong with it, sir. Yeah, nothing wrong with it. <laughs> nothing wrong with it. I mean, but he's you know he's acting as if he's all respectable and everything, but you still banging seventeen year olds. Like he's not. I'm not saying that he's doing those drugs, but at least he knows a shitload about those drugs. He knows enough to to talk about it, and he's banging a seventeen year old. And if you're really rich and your neighbor's <laughs> dogs are barking a lot, yeah. Well. See that—that's just speculation. Who knows uh, what the fuck? You know, who knows when it comes to that? Mm. Who knows whether or not the guy poisoned his dog? But I do know that you know McAfee's—he's—he's he's out there having a great fucking time. I don't think he's being completely honest about that whole drug thing. He knows too much about that shit. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe he was just trying to make boner pills. Um, I don't think that's what he's saying though. It doesn't give you boners. It just makes you uh, really like horny. It makes you r- rub yourself. You know, like people were rubbing themselves raw. He was saying that was his description of it, which again could be fucking trolling. It, it could funny. be trolling. I wish it wasn't though. It's much more fun to think that it's just some n- nutty true story. You know, I don't know, man. The guy is uh, he's quite a character, but it's funny because he's not willing to. You know, like he was upset that this guy had written this piece about him that made him out to be this wild fucking maniac. But yet he's walking around shirtless with a fucking shotgun while they're taking pictures. Like, it's really hard to find pictures of you shirtless with a shotgun. Shirtless, just period. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but shirtless with a shotgun. I, I I I keep my shirt on in the shower. (laughs) <laughs> it's impossible to find a photo of you shirtless with a shotgun unless you're shirtless with a shotgun. Yeah, and you own a shotgun. Yeah. And it, well, he does live in living in Belize, man. Yeah, and I think you would. It's uh, silly if you're living anywhere where you need a shotgun. You're probably not. Uh, it's probably not the most amazing place. 
Like what? I I have a dock in front of my house. Well, you can have a dock in front of your house in Ohio. You know, mm. in front of a lake. Wow. Mm. Whatever. So my internet problem over at my office sucks a fatty. DSL. This is all I can get there, apparently. No, you can definitely get some kind of cable. I don't know. Solution doesn't or T- seem like they have it. T5, I might, T7. might have to get something else, like a T3 or some shit. T7. I don't even know how those work. I have I to get those installed. I don't know what it those is. Those are expensive. Uh, Stupid. Stupid. I'm in, a, I'm in a bad spot. No, you can get you can get cable. I'm sure there's a Time Warner or a Charter. With, you know, but solution. 4G internet, you can't do. Like from cell phones and shit, it's too... Uh, That's silly. Not you, strong enough? No, and you'll run out of bandwidth immediately. Right. They would they would fuck you with that, too. Isn't it funny how like you can use all the bandwidth you want if you have an internet connection, but if you have a cellular internet connection, that shit's capped because like a sh- motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. It's not ready yet. It's well, you're just sharing it with too many. If you, if everyone was doing that, no one would have any. Why would they be selling it to so many people if they don't have access for that many people? Uh, they don't have access for people d- streaming Netflix. Like if everyone was streaming Netflix and doing video conferencing at the same, I mean, that would just ridiculous. I don't think they should give you an open-ended device like a phone that has internet access on it and say you can only use it a certain amount. I think that's stupid. I think that's that 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 to me. And if everybody uses it at the same time, it doesn't work. Then you're selling too many phones because you don't have the backbone to deal with it. Well, most of the time, most people aren't using it, so that's how we have it set up. No, no, that's like saying that you're going to put all your money in the bank, and then the bank only has like half your money there. And then when people want it all at once, they're like, well, we don't have it. Well, that's stupid. What'd you do with my fucking money, you cunt? They don't. That's a bad analogy, but. Point stands, you shouldn't be selling a fucking cell phone with internet on it until you have the backbone to give everybody internet if they use it all at once. That's how it should be. It should be that everyone with a fucking cell phone can use it at any time, all day long. Every fucking cell phone could be downloading something big at the same time. That's when you're ready. That's when you're ready to sell it, you fuckheads. They're, They're selling it when it's not ready. They're selling you some shit that's not quite there. It's like, well, we kind of, it's experimental. It's almost there. Well, we're calling it 4G, but everybody can't use it at the same time. So would you it's, rather them not have, give it to us at all? I'd rather them get their shit together. How about that? <laughs> Those motherfuckers. This guy's, uh, McAfee's down there. I guess he's using, I don't know what kind of phone he's probably using. Probably bank robber phones. Yeah, those those portable ones that dudes get when they... Well, want, wait, he probably has satellite. He's probably got, you know, the dude from Virgin probably dropped him on creative satellite f- phones. Well, I wonder if he has any friends down there. That's yeah. what's really interesting. Or I, I wonder how friends. he's doing it. It's a, It seems, I mean, I did want to ask him how he's hiding, but he was pretty um, open about certain aspects of it in other interviews, about coloring his face, like with shoe polish and shit, and... And, and you know, putting stuff in his mouth to make it look like he's fat. Well, I'm thinking that he was just straight up dressed up as a girl. You know, I was do thinking that, that too. That's a good move. Yeah, but that would be obvious. Not really. I mean, his girlfriend has balls. She just has balls <laughs> in her personality, Brian. You fucking twelve year old. How dare you? That would be funny if she had real balls. That's gotta suck though to be like almost seventy years old and f- fucking hiding. Yeah, but it's 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 also come on, man. Just get out of there. Are you being silly? If you're living in a country that has those kind of laws, like the laws where they can arrest you for life, you don't want to live in that country because like if you do one thing wrong, what you're going to go to prison. You have to. It might be pretty outside, but you have to live in some kind of safe, like no bullshit kind of government thing. That there has to be laws. Yeah, I couldn't rock that. I couldn't. I couldn't live down there. Where you got to worry about being That's locked ego. up. That's almost ego for him staying there. Well, he's obviously got a big ego. He's a super successful guy. All, yeah. those, all those super successful billionaire characters, they all have strong egos. 
Yeah. They all think they're bad motherfuckers. That's they are. That's how they got to be where they are. And then they see all these monkeys that are asking them for millions of dollars. And like, bitch, you ain't running me out of town. It's where I live. He's got his house there. It's where he lives. When you live somewhere for five fucking years, that is where you live. Um, but two million bucks, man. They're asking for two million bucks. That's gotta suck. Someone knocks on your door and they ask you for two million dollars. You're like, yeah. what? Two million dollars—a lot of fucking money, even for a billionaire. To give to some political douche rag in a f- crazy little island that was founded by pirates. Arr. I wonder what's going to happen here. When you know you do that ice house game where you uh, you watch a video, what and you happens pause next? It, you pause it and you say, "What happens next?" <laughs> yeah. And then uh, you you do a bunch of really fucked up endings to videos. What if you had to do that with this? If you had to pause this right now and say, "What happens next?" What would be your guess? Uh, he gets arrested. You think so? Yeah. Why do you think so? Well, I mean, it's just getting sloppy for him. I think. Like, I mean, like if you, unless Belize has like you know a, a donkey in their in their government office, you know, just sitting there with a bucket and like you know a donkey, and they're like, all right, let's find this guy. You know, like I don't know how like like is this place high tech at all? Do they have a real government? Do they have a real you know like FBI type thing going on there? That's a good question. I don't even know how big Belize is. Yeah, like it could be let's, let's like Google the whole it. the whole the whole you know people looking for him could be like two guys in a jeep you know yeah that's true right it could be like the iraqi army before we invaded yeah because i mean like it, it, just listening to this whole interview you know i heard sounds in the background the sound at one point it sounded like somebody was tapping a bowl out uh, i heard uh, what sounded like a dog at one point and so like if there was a guy really looking for this person i'm sure they could probably you know decipher background noises and interviews and and, and ip addresses and, and like there were, really uh, that phone number that he called from has to have a ip address or some kind of like you know it's using a cell phone tower they and this place isn't you know he's a clever guy though i'm sure he's masking it somehow it must be satellite. Well, he's on the ball as far as like technology is concerned. I, I bet being a virus, uh, the, the manufacturer of uh, virus software, the biggest one of the biggest virus software companies on the planet. That guy must be so technologically literate. He must know how to how to mask things and hide things. And well, what I wonder how much McAfee and Norton created virus in the nineties and two thousand. They created a, they created a company. I mean, if yeah. you think about it, it's like, hey, there's these things called viruses. See, and then we <laughs> we have the way to stop them. You know, that's I actually never considered that, but that would be good business. Fuck yeah, that would be smart business if you could do that. He probably is trolling all of us with this virus shit. <laughs> <laughs> he invented viruses. Yeah, came up with virus protection software. Yeah, he's a badass motherfucker. Yeah, bath taking... salts and seventeen-year-olds. <laughs> this um, this drug. I want to know more about this fucking drug because uh, I I I've never heard of it before this um this situation because I had never known that there was anything that that makes you like hypersexual. Um. I'm well, those, those dick pills I, you know, I, I, I take. Yeah, uh, but those those just make your dick hard, right? Uh, they make it not go away though. Like I, they they make you not be able to come. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's just like, all right, I have a what? A, a, well, I found it. I've been doing a lot of research on them lately, and <laughs> what happens is. Uh, the first couple hours you take them, you can get hard quick, and and uh, it's like it lasts a little long, but you you can come on it. But if you try to fuck like six hours later, it's like 
you have a morning boner that won't go away and you can't come at all. What is in it that makes your dick hard? I don't know. I, I, I think it's ants. It's something extracted from ants and it's called Hot, hot Rod uh, 5000. I don't and recommend it. Really it really works. Much. But it really works. I recommend it for special occasions, but that shit's rough when you have a hard on that, that won't stop. Wow. You can't come. It's great if you have a you know, a seventeen year old girl and you're running away doing yoga, you're fucking her in a gutter. Yeah, I don't know. See, th- this this thing about M- McAfee, I don't know if he uh I don't know how much of it is really trolling or if he ever did do this stuff. Yeah. I mean it's pretty funny that it's McAfee. I mean the whole thing sounds like a humongous yeah. troll. I mean I haven't done any research, so I have no idea if any of this is true. I uh but what if it was, you know, just Dude, that's a great troll. Especially it's if, amazing. What if it's Norton? Wow. Yeah, I don't know, man. The whole thing, this M- MDPV, have you ever heard of this before? No. It's recently banned in the U.S., but it's legal in Belize. It belongs to a class of drugs called cathinones, a natural source of which is the East African plant cat. You know what K-H-A-T is? That's that shit that um, those guys take, the Somali pirates. They chew this stuff called cat, and it's a, it's like an amphetamine. They chew it, and they fucking go berserker. If the fact that it's called cat just makes me think this is more of a troll. No, no, no. The, the actual drug is <laughs> a long... Yeah. It's not... It's more of a, a joke, right? More of more evidence of simulation theory. MDPV is serious shit to explain his paranoia. So one of them on the the website wrote his paranoia and erraticness. I've been through that. I played with MDPB for about two weeks. Then I started seeing shadow people in the corner of my eye and what amphetamine heads called tree cops. It's essentially really fucked up meth. Um, I forgot to ask him about this. He had uh, some thing where he called into a guy from... I think it was a guy from Wired that he was talking to. It might have been this Josh guy that he hates now. And told him that the cops were outside and that there was like 30 of them standing on the beach outside of his condo and he he couldn't move because they would shoot him. So he just stood there and they stood there and no one said anything for hours. And they went away at like 4 o'clock in the morning and he's like, it was fucking really weird, really weird. And so to escape, he climbed into his neighbor's uh, balcony and his neighbor found him covered in his own urine. What? That's the official story. Asleep and, and he pissed all over himself. That's the that's the story. Now, whether or not... I wanted to ask him whether or not that was true. Because if he was suffering from extreme paranoia, and this, this statement that he gave explaining that these cops were out there and they were just standing there staring at him and no one said anything, and he couldn't move because if he moved, they were going to shoot him. And he was talking about his shoulders killing him because he was leaning up against it and he f- dared not move. And then finally at like 4.30 in the morning, they just like went away. It was like, what kind of a crazy story is that? I forgot to ask him about that one. God damn it. I think the dudes might be on the MDPV. He's Although some, I don't want to be uh, no, uh, arrested. He's got some bitchin' tattoos, though. Look at those tribes. <clears throat> Sexy as fuck. Uh, I, I don't want to be sued. No. Would that be ironic if he sued us? Because we, we, we said, said we he's coming to get he you a few on, times. And, yeah, he did, he did <laughs> warn me. I don't really believe he's on that shit. I don't know. I don't know what MDPV actually does. But he was saying that you can't do it and, and not get uh, addicted to it. But apparently uh, that's not necessarily true. Like this guy was saying that he did it for two weeks and he stopped doing it and he was writing a report on it. There's a lot of reports in this shit. Um, he, 
this uh, guy, uh, Paul Early, is a uh, addiction specialist, and he warns about the dangers of MPV. MDPV, he says, uh, our experience clearly warns of the psychiatric and medical dangers of this drug. We have cared for multiple patients who have abused MDPV, and they report intense and unpleasant visual hallucinations after a short binge. The drug feels non-toxic with its first use, but following a moderate binge, users suffer from mild to moderate paranoia, and about 10% of individuals who have who use higher doses, we have observed a sustained psychotic state with intense anxiety lasting three to seven days. Wow. So this guy is just outright saying on Gizmodo that he used this stuff. Um, even though McAfee is saying that it's all a troll. I think even if you don't know it's a troll, you have to say that McAfee says it's a troll. Right, don't you? Uh, you can't yeah. Can't just say he's I mean, I, I, I'm more... I don't know. I have no idea. I, I, I want to believe this guy, but it's... why? It, it just makes no sense. Like, like his, a lot of, there's a lot of things in his story that just, like, a common sense person would be like, okay, no, I'm going to the U.S. Embassy. Yeah. No, I'm going to escape and right. figure this out. Yeah. You know, I am not going to be living in wherever he's living and... Yeah, you would say I gotta get in a boat and I'm gonna fucking go to Cuba, right? Or whatever's close. I mean, Where, if where's I, Belize? Where is Belize? I don't know. It's how far away is that shit? I don't know. Is it South America? I have no idea. You son of a bitch! I'll tell you what. In the Belize picture, if mm-hmm. you go to Belize.com, it's all just white people. White people holding hands. White really? people barefoot with their feet up. Isn't it having a time of their life? Is, white people. <laughs> is Belize connected to United States in a way? Like, isn't that like? Are they our buddies? Yeah, like, isn't it supposed to be like we were, like a Puerto Rican kind of thing? No. Or am I thinking of some other? I don't know. Wow. $199 flight to Belize. (laughs) That's pretty cheap. (laughs) Whoa, $149. That's pretty cheap. That is cheap. Where the fuck is Belize? It says the specific properties of the drugs that he was attempting to isolate. This is all in the Gizmodo article, by the way. Take no credit for this. Um the specific properties of the drugs he was attempting to isolate also fit in well with what those closest to him have reported that he is an enthusiastic amateur pharmacologist with a long-standing interest in drugs that induce sexual behavior in women. Indeed, former friends of McAfee have said he could be extremely persistent and devious in trying to coerce women who rebuff his advantage, his advances to have sex with them. Okay, but that's see, that's just like when you when you see an article like that, written about someone like that, like that seems to me like you have to have examples. You can't just say that because you can say anything about anybody. Like I could say that about you know you. I could say like you know Brian Redband has been known to be extremely vindictive in women who ignore his advances, and he's an amateur pharmacologist. But where's your? You have to have evidence to say yeah. some creepy shit like that, don't you? Well, I mean, he did have a chemical lab in his house when they raided it, didn't they? Yeah, but if he's telling the truth that he was using it to make an antiseptic, a natural antiseptic. I mean, I don't know. Who the fuck knows what the guy does? Uh, who does that? Uh, no, who, <laughs> not me, but whoever invented antiseptics in the first place. I mean, who, who, who has a lab that does anything? If you're living in the rainforest, which uh, I think Belize is like a rainforest, the, all of the medical, uh, like modern medical breakthroughs, not all of them, but a big percentage of them come from p- plants that are discovered in remote rainforests. Yeah, I mean, he did say that he was just walking around picking out 
plants off yeah. by the creek and stuff. There's a lot of people that fucking trip on plants. You know, they 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 love uh, just botany. You know, Terrence McKenna was a botanist. They, I think there's a lot of people that become in love with the idea of these d- different fascinating plants. I mean, plants are really. I mean, if we found them on other planets, we'd be shit in our fucking pants. There's so many weird plants on this planet. You know, so many strange. There's a a, a a flower that just bloomed recently. I guess it doesn't bloom very often, but it's the world's largest flower. You should get a picture of it. I think it's in Australia. It, it looks crazy. It looks like some fucking alien thing from um, a Little Shop of Horrors, one of those little uh, things that eats people. Yeah, it lo- doesn't even look real. And apparently it smells like rotting flesh. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. Plants are creepy as fuck, man. There's plants that eat things. There's plants that trick rats into falling in them, and then they close up on the rats and digest them. This thing? No, that's not it. There's a world's largest flower blooms. If you just uh, just Google world's largest flower blooms, yeah, that's not blooms. On Easter Day? No, that's not it. Uh, it was really recent. Here we go. It was really recent. Yes, that's it. Holy Look at the size shit. of that thing. Isn't that, it's in Switzerland. Look at the size wow. of that thing. It's insane. It's like corn on the cob cock. Yeah, it does look like a corn on the cob. Exactly. Look at the size wow. of it, though. It's amazing. Holy shit. And it grows like a dick. It, it sprouts, and the, the, the dick pops out, and the flowers underneath it. I mean, it is. When I say huge, I mean, how many feet is that? Is well, that it's f- taller. About looks like tw- 12 feet, maybe? At least... Yeah, it's it's towering over these people that are looking at it. Does it say there how tall it is? Uh, 2.27 meters tall. Okay, so it's only like six feet. A meter's three feet, right? I don't know. 2.2? Yeah, I think a meter's three feet. Wow, amazing though. So it must be on a platform, so it makes it look even bigger. But it's, God, it's fucking incredible. The variations. How big is 2.27 meters? Oh, did you ask Siri? Mm-hmm. Siri doesn't know shit. Watch Siri fuck this up. Looking. Oh, you confused, bitch? This might answer your question. It's, yeah, it's 7.4 feet. Finally, Siri. Siri got something right. Siri's been upgraded a lot lately. I don't know if you... really? You could even buy movie tickets now. You'd just be like, I want closest tickets now. Buy them. Do you have to have an app that it connects to to do that? Uh, I don't know. Does it have to have your cell phone, uh, your credit card stored on your phone? I don't know. You don't know shit. I haven't done it. How do you know it works? Uh, I just saw it on... Because you're an Apple fanboy. Say it. I'm an Apple fanboy. Say it. I'm Apple. By the way, supposed to get that new phone soon. Oh, cool. I, I got the um, first time I ever got one of those uh, hard drives, the SSD hard drives. That's the only oh, way to go in the future. Gorgeous. They're beautiful. Ten times faster yeah. than Instant. on uh, rendering audio that I'm doing on. And they're supposed to be more um, more reliable. Like they don't break as easy. Oh, I see that. I've had a bunch of hard drives fail. Yeah. Shit's annoying. All of a sudden, your 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 beach ball is just spinning on your desktop. You're like the fuck's going on if there was a machine and you were held down and strapped in and uh the answer the real answer to this guy mcafee you know you know is he guilty or not guilty and if you had to choose one and if you choose wrong a huge black dick goes shoved in your mouth and he comes in you uh which one would you pick i don't think he killed anybody you don't think he killed anyone i might be wrong I wouldn't, so I so wouldn't, that would be your answer, not guilty. Yes. If I had to make an answer of not guilty or guilty, I would say not guilty. But I don't um, I don't have, a, a, you know, I don't have, a, it's a stupid answer. It's like, I don't have any information. I don't know. Right. Like, to, to be connected to yes or no is, is, to me, seems 
a silly choice. Like, there's a lot of people that make choices about shit, you know, like whether someone's guilty or not guilty, and they get all Nancy Grace on things. And, you know, and sometimes they're fucking wrong. Right. Like Nancy Grace was with the Duke lacrosse case. You know, they, those guys were, were innocent, and they, there was a, a rape. And Nancy Grace, like, for days was on TV accusing them of doing it. Meanwhile, they were set up. They didn't do shit. It was, it was all false accusation, and eventually the, the charges were dropped. But Nancy Grace was committed to it on her show because it's salacious because it's it looks like that's the that's the good thing to be upset about there's too much fuckery in this world too much fuckery to know what what exactly what's going on unless you were there you got to really look at all the parts and for this guy who the fuck knows what happened who knows what he's doing if he really was doing that mdpv and then somebody killed your dog and you're high on fucking yeah. boners well medicine. right there hold on right there okay if that guy really was doing MDPV and all those people on Gizmodo are telling the truth, mm-hmm. or the guy uh, about you know on Gizmodo is telling the truth about all the people he talked to, then then the guy's a liar, and everything he says has to be questioned. Everything he says, if he really never has done that MDPV, right? Then you know, then we could look at him and go, wow, maybe this guy's being set up. But if he has done it and he lied about that just on this show, if he told that false version of himself for any reason, yeah. You, you know, and you got to think of, you can't like, trust him. Anymore. The way he doesn't want to leave, like no, I I would not yeah. pay too much. Like he's got this, you know, you know, edge to him where yeah. it makes me think that if he was high on some kind of fucking drug or whatever, and somebody killed your dogs, you know, and you're a guy that has a machine gun and 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 you don't like shirts much, and you're high on this shit, I could see him just raging, going like, no, you don't know who you fucked with, you know, yeah, maybe. But who knows if he's if he's telling the truth? Then I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's killing your dogs makes will make people rage. That's like a child. Oh yeah, to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? If I had to guess, though, um, I would guess uh, apparently he knew a lot of bad people down there. He uh, hung out with a lot of gangsters in Belize, which is probably a smart move. You're a rich guy. Surround yourself with, uh, you know. Thug like he doesn't seem like he would hang out with thugs. He seems like he would hang out with yoga dudes. Well, at least in that one photo that we were showing during the thing. But then that other photo where he has the gun, he kind of looks like okay, that guy's craziness. I bet he would have been a fun dude to hang around with before Fuck all this shit went yes. down. <laughs> I, bet he, I bet he still is. But who knows, man? I want to know what this uh, airplane thing is. Uh, that looks like uh, he said like like a motorcycle. Is that what he said? Uh-huh. Like a little like a kite. Uh-huh. What is it? What the fuck did he Mac- call it? McAfee, McAfee airplane, airplane butthole. Yeah. No, don't look up that. Air- airplane accident? Accident. It's um it sounds like like wild nutty fun to get on some kind of a fucking motorcycle like kite. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> With you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what is it? I wonder what the fuck it is. Yeah, plagued by lawsuits, even like way before this, in 2010, it talked about him uh, hiding in Belize. And now he hopes to give something back by deriving antibiotics from jungle plants in Belize. Seems like it's like he's definitely a dude who uh, likes attention. 
like it was pretty easy to get him to come on the podcast and talk. There must be part of him that's enjoying a little bit of this notoriety he's, he's experiencing here. Or he just wants to make us and everybody know about it kind of like a news type thing because, you know, the more people know about it, if he does get caught, people are going to like be like, Whoa. oh, yeah, no, d- no doubt that too. No doubt that too. The whole thing is, I mean, the fact that he wouldn't see how it being a personality piece would lead people to um, pay more attention to it. He's smiling with this fucking gun in his hand, looking straight at the camera. Uh-huh. <laughs> and by the way, it's not it's not just one photo of him like that. If you look at the photos of him online, like the first three, if you look under his McAfee photo images, the first three are of him topless with guns. <laughs> He's quite a character, though, man. I would have loved to have hung out with him before all this. He seems like a fun guy to talk to. I bet you get a little drunk with him. He's got some great stories. Okay. You know, that's that thing that people talk about, like, doing, that go down to small island country somewhere and just live out my life, just ride my boat around and living right by the water. But how many people actually fucking do that? Very few. You have to be some special kind of weird motherfucker to actually go through with that. Become an expat and just kick back on the beach and not even know people there. I don't know. It's kind of cool though we got to talk to him. Yeah. You know, it was one of the things that I was saying yesterday when we were talking to uh, Shane Smith. Like, one of the selfish reasons for starting this podcast is I want to have conversations with, with, with these people. I want to have conversations with uh, guys like Dave Asprey. I can't just get them to have a conversation with me, you know? But to have a conversation where you broadcast it, all of a sudden it's, you know, fairly easy to get a hold of people. It seems like that would be the opposite. Like, people would be less likely to talk for you for hours on end if they knew it was being broadcast. But actually, that's not the case. Dennis McKenna's coming on the podcast soon. The brother of uh, Terrence McKenna. He's got a book out about uh, his uh, time with his his brother. And uh, by all accounts, it's a pretty badass book. And we'll probably have uh, Mitch Schultz will be joining him, who is the producer of DMT, the spirit molecule. So we'll talk science, psychedelic compounds, and uh, his brother, the great Terrence McKenna. And uh, Dennis is a fascinating guy, too. Um, he had a, well, I don't even want to tell the story, but uh, there's uh, some great accounts of uh, his own psychedelic experiences that maybe he'll get into. He had some f- fairly psychotic episode where I don't think he, uh, I think he lost his sanity for a couple of weeks. Off of DMT? <laughs> no, off of mushrooms. Oh, in In the Amazon. Oh. Yeah, it's supposed to be a pretty intense story. Hopefully he'll tell it to us. Terrence talked about it in depth in uh, some of his books. Um, and then uh, we got Duncan Trussell uh, tomorrow and um, Eddie Bravo on Thursday. And the, the next two, hopefully, will be in the new studio if we could figure out a way to work out that fucking shitbag internet connection. You would think that in this day and age, there would be more options. That every, there is options. every building. There is options. I bet you there is options there. I, I think I think I might have to get like a T3 line no, installed. We just need to call Time Warner or the other one. Mm, I don't so. know. 
my my business manager saying that they're they're having a hard time following finding business manager also said DSO got you DSO. Well, they got me DSO because that was the only option available. Yeah, but that's a, you can't even do a studio on DSO. He, I mean, he should be like, wait, look, he doesn't know what a studio entails. How do they know? <laughs> how the fuck are they supposed to know? I'm saying these guys should know. Well, how should well, DSO is the most but important if you say, thing on a studio? If it's the fastest internet you have, they go, okay, we'll take it, and then you get it, and it sucks a fat dick. You don't know until you try it. Like most people have no idea. Like I didn't know it wouldn't be adequate. If you said three megabytes download, I'd be like, all right, that sounds How good. How do you know that? That's like double a T one line. <laughs> a T one is like one point five megabytes. We have a hundred and twenty gig download here, and yeah. you had a three. Yeah. Our upload here is I think forty up, meg upload. You had seven, less than one. Less than one. Yeah, that's whack. Weak ass bitches. You gotta fix it. Oh. AT&T U-verse Get a fat pipe To my office Or heads will roll No Actually I'll just Cancel I need to find um, What all the options are As far as like Like dedicated lines Like when they do an ISDN line When someone has to um, uh, Like do the radio I know like people Who have radio studios They have like a dedicated line I'm pretty sure that kind of shit's Not as good as No it's, not, it's terrible yeah. But I'm saying I wonder if they can do that with like a T1 or a T3. Not a T1. T1's not good enough, but like a T3 line or something like that. You just need that. fiber. That's all you need. They don't have it, though. They have cable, fi- or not, cable well, or not fiber. Not in my area. Not, not in the area where my office is. My office no, is AT&T all, and, doesn't. Yeah, but See, they don't, no one does. How do you know that? Because they've looked. They just sent me an email oh. explaining all the different shit that they don't have. No, no cable, no this, no that. They don't expect people to want like anything better than this in those areas. Most people, their regular businesses is just involve sending emails. So you're and saying shit. that that for sure, there's no cable or there's no fiber through it's Time no. Warner or any of the other companies. Time Warner, Time Warner or no. AT and T no. or any no, of no, it's not Charter. Like no, those fucks. That seems impossible. Yeah, it seems like it, but it's true. If that's true, you're screwed. I'm fucked, but. Cellular 4G cellular is not good enough. No, no. And don't even think of 4G. That's cell phone. Ladies and gentlemen out there listening, surely you must have some sort of a fucking solution. Mm, Move your office. Technical. I can't. Ow. (laughs) Shit. That would suck. That was the one thing I told you. I was like, before you get it, make sure they have fast internet. That's the most important thing. Yep. They said they did. Those fucks. We'll work it out, freaks. We'll work it out. Oh my god. I don't believe your business manager. It's not their fault. I don't believe it. No, I don't believe them. You don't have to. I don't believe. I believe okay. that there's. Well, we'll get off the phone and we'll figure it out. Okay. Yep. Um, get off the. Phone. We'll get off the, the line. Anything else you want to add? With this, this weekend, we're going to be in uh, Austin, Texas. That should be a fucking blast. It's a a quick weekend in and out, you freaks. Um, and then next weekend, I am uh, the 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 following weekend. We're in Seattle uh, at the. What the fuck is the name of the comedy club? The Parlor Live. That's it. It's in Bellevue, Washington. I emailed you about that. Did you put that on the Twitter? No, I haven't checked my email. Check your email, son. I stopped checking. Do, do you check your email? I, I'm starting not to check my email now. Like voicemail died recently for me. I don't or regular mail. I don't do regular mail anymore. Voicemails. I don't like listening to voicemails now. Like if I have a voicemail on my phone, I don't even look at it. And now recently email. I just I'm like giving up on really? email. Like. I don't know, man. I, I like email. It's too I, much. It is too much, though. After a while, it gets crazy. You uh, Too much shit. Too much... I don't know. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about, man. Uh, it's, uh, it's just overwhelming how much shit you can get yeah. thrown at you that you have to pay attention to. That was right. one of the best things about going camping 
is that for five days, no phone calls, no emails, no nothing, you know? Yeah. It's one of the nicest things to have like a little break, a little reset. Like I actually looked forward to getting emails after that. My new favorite thing on the phone, I don't know if you've used this on the iPhone, is the uh, do not disturb. Uh, so at night, you just click on this do not disturb uh, button. No phone calls, no texts, but you still have like internet, you know, and shit like that. But wow. uh, it's just it because I would be getting phone calls. Like I'll set my uh, alarm to wake me up, and then I'll get a phone call at like two in the morning, you know, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck, and it will wake me up, or somebody will send me a stupid text, you know, at six in the morning. So that's what do not disturb is. Yeah, it just turns everything off. But you, it's everything still it comes in, so it's not like you have it on airplane mode. Right, it just it doesn't ever it doesn't, it doesn't give you any warnings. It doesn't. Yeah, it just turns all that shit off. Does it still light up? Like, does it get brighter? Um, I think it, it, it depends on it. See, I have all text messages turned off, all notifications turned off on my phone, everything turned off on my phone now. I don't even like a window popping up because I was just getting like, you know, too, in too much trouble when I was uh, dating. <laughs> you know, like there'd be like a text that pop up like, hey, what are you doing tonight, honey? And then they're like, oh, who's, who's this? You know, right. It was just getting me in too much trouble. So do not disturb is the way out of that. Yeah. Well, I just turn off all notifications. So like if I get a text, your fucking phone off. I know. Can't I'm I'm it. about to. Are you are you getting that way at all? Like I'm I'm starting like I don't want like I'm turning into Joey Diaz. Like I'm going backwards. I, I want to get just a pager. Well, there's something to be said for not you know when you're constantly interacting with people all day long, you have no time to reflect. You right. have no time to think for yourself. Right. You're just constantly dealing with other people's requests for you know, hey, I got a question. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on? What are you doing? Do you want to do this? You want to do that? What's the plan? Yeah. And constantly, can you call me? I got this going on. And after a while, it's like you, you, if you're in the loop of communicating with a bunch of different people all the time, you're constantly responding to things. Yeah. Just text messages. Like sometimes I'll get in this like text message thing where like three dudes are texting me at the same time. And so like you're texting them, trying to answer questions or talk to them about shit. And it's like, and then another one comes in from the other guy and then you hit that. And like, how many times do you banter back and forth too? Yeah. And it's with it's, girls are brutal. Yeah. Have you gotten a fight with a girl over a text uh, message and they're just writing paragraph after paragraph? And you have to like respond to it. You have to like go back and read and then write. And, uh, and then when you're done, she has another paragraph loaded and yeah, ready. At least you could do is email me, you crazy bitch. <laughs> Writing in a text form is rude. And, you know, and by the way, that's what you're doing for the next few hours. Good yeah. luck with that. Yeah. You know, instead of having a phone call or yeah. meeting person to person and talking this shit out. Oh my God, you said <laughs> drama for your mama. Yeah, there's got to be a way out of this, Brian. Got to be a way to positive, Belize. positive thinking. Is it Belize? Well, the website shows a lot of white people holding hands. Perfect. And that's what I want to do. I want to hold hands with white, white people, people and walk on the beach, and I want to have no shoes on and be relaxed enough to be staring at the water through my toes with my 17 year old hottie. Yeah, while on bath salts, mm. allegedly, according to Gizmodo. I the, I, I feel Gizmodo. like I trust. John McAfee, how about that? Had a conversation with him. He was a hell of a nice guy. I detected no hint of bath salts in our conversation. Yeah. Shit felt legit. I felt like he was really there with me. <laughs> and you know what? He's got a good point about those cops making a dollar an hour. Maybe if someone paid him $20 an hour, they wouldn't have shot that guy 14 he, times in a van. He should just fucking pay all the cops. It's so stupid. <laughs> well, I think he tried to do that. I think he had his own sort of an army. And I think he had a, a, and that's, you know, one of the things they try to stop compounds and governments before they start. 
So when you start seeing a dude accumulate dogs and guns and you want to move in, send a fucking sniff troop into the uh, meth lab, <laughs> see what's being cooked up there, legal or illegal. All right. But this MDPV stuff, not legal in America anymore, but legal in Belize. Although it doesn't matter because that's not what he was doing, right? No. He's researching. Yeah. So this, um, they have a picture of this, this plane thing. It's pretty crazy. It, it really does look like a, um, like a, 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 like a motorcycle with a kite on the top of it. And his nephew uh, died in this thing with a 61-year-old passenger. Mm. They had been flying in clean, smooth air with plenty of altitude, McAfee told me, when suddenly they went into a spiral dive and crashed into the ground. The terrain was so rugged that the sheriff's deputies took a helicopter to the top of the ridge and hiked down to retrieve the bodies, leaving the wreckage where it lay. Wow. Sounds like it's dangerous as fuck, but it's dangerous as fuck to do a lot of shit. Skydiving's dangerous as fuck. Those body suits. Have you ever seen that video where the guy's on uh, that wingsuit and he crashes? Yeah. Ooh, that looks horrifying. Those wingsuits are that guy's horrifying fucked. to begin with. That guy's fucked up, too. I mean, I think he broke, like, every bone in his body. He lived, but you're, you're, you're flying, you know, like, who knows? Like, it's like 100 miles an hour or something. It's pretty crazy how fast those things go. And you clip the ground, and you just go for a mad tumble. But that's legal. Can't sue anything, anybody for that. Can't sue anybody for hand gliding. I don't think, unless you rent a fucking hand glide and it snaps in half, then maybe your family can sue the rental company for not maintaining it. But if you die in a hand gliding accident because of some crazy wind, you know, situation, you're lucky you're not addicted to uh, video games anymore. Because I got something that you would you'd go crazy on what it's a suitcase and when you open it up and it's travel approved when you open it up there's a 19 inch monitor a sound system there's lights you put your xbox in there or your ps3 and oh uh, this is the star wars God. xbox but uh, and you just tra- you travel with it the sound is loud it, it's it's got light like blue lights all around it so at night it's glows it's oh. it's 1080p it's uh games uh, that looks online. incredible yeah what is it called it's a games uh, all-in-one. I have a YouTube video of it. See, the the problem with all that shit yeah. is that if you're going to play a fucking game, you should have the most accurate input devices. And when you're playing games and you have those For, for, for the games that you're used to playing. Yeah. But, but see, these games are designed not for mouse and keyboard. They're designed for the controller. But you don't get as much f- accuracy. Why would you not want a mouse and a keyboard? Once you play with a mouse and a keyboard... Oh, you have it there? Is that it? Yeah, this is it right here. Did they send you one of these things? No, I bought it. Yeah. I bought it for the studio because we do so many video game th- uh, podcasts at Death Squad that I was like, we should have a unit here so we can play video games and show people. Do you have it here right now? No, I didn't bring it today. What the fuck? There's <laughs> a video of you playing with it. So um, how many games did you play on this? I've only been playing Call of Duty, and I haven't even been doing playing much because I've been busy and how's it look it's awesome it, it looks it's, great it's great it's got two headphone uh jacks in the front of it so you can you know play online and you know have your own headphones plugged in and uh it's it's great it has an hdmi port in it so like if you wanted to you can also hook like a ps3 or a nintendo wii or whatever uh you can hook it up to a television yeah and they have a 15 inch version uh that they sell like at best buy and stuff this is their new 19 inch halo special edition version it's the first time they have a 19 inch monitor in it 
stuff like that. But I have a video showing it. If you go to youtube.com backslash let's find Jesus. <laughs> and let's find Jesus is just all my tech review shit that uh, I do. You know, I'll, I'll do the Ting Phone service. Does one. anybody ever get pissed at your YouTube name? Let's find Jesus? No, but I think they were more pissed at letsfindjesus.com. Why? Uh, because it was a website that's it's a website that sells uh religious things that i made a long time ago when me and mcafee used to troll people what let's so find jesus.com it, does, does it sell things yeah uh what does it sell like jesus is hair yeah jesus is hair from the barber shop this is black <laughs> jesus uh jesus stealing a baby drawing that it's uh it's a painting of Jesus stealing a baby. And you sell these? <laughs> no. I've never sold one, actually, but it's been on it for... Oh, Are they the, actually for sale, though? <laughs> I guess if somebody bought it. No, they're not for sale. No. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Don't say that. Uh, what was the, the mix CD? Jesus' mix CD? It's a bunch of songs I, I, I wrote um, about a long time ago about Jesus and Mary and Noah. Is this the sex yeah. song? Noah, Noah. Oh, this is uh, this is uh, <laughs> don't forget to bring the love birds on the boat, Noah, for Mary. Play it. <laughs> no, it's Keith, play it. It's play so it. Embarrassing. Play it. <laughs> and there's a lot like there's a remix there's tons of remix versions what, there are other songs or yeah. is that the same song it's remix versions of that uh, of the same theme yeah It's so stupid. You know, by the way, that's not any more ridiculous <laughs> than any of the songs I hear I on one of those serious XF, XM, like uh, the coffee house. Oh, right, right. You know, half of those fucking really emo songs. Check this out. This is a, another thing I just reviewed. Uh, this is a, the Logitech uh, Wi-Fi um, webcam. And what it does is it connects to your Wi-Fi network. And then you have a wireless webcam and it, it has a button on it that you push that automatically starts streaming the Ustream. What? So Ustream has uh, partnered with these guys, I guess, somehow. But it's it's like this just it has a, a, a tripod with a magnet on it. So you can rotate it all around, which is it's also a case. But it's just a wireless webcam. So if you're on the same Wi-Fi network, uh, if you're on a Wi-Fi network, you can carry this whole thing around your whole house and you have a wireless uh, webcam. It's got like a three-hour battery life. Uh, Does it have a, um, a microphone? It's got a microphone. It's got a light on the front of it. It's, Holy shit. It's, it's carrying case, which I'm showing right now. Uh, it, it, you take it out, and it, it, make, it's a, it doubles as a tripod. And uh, it also has a magnet on it. So the magnet is for the tilting and stuff like that. It also has a, a hook, so you could screw it onto a tripod. And it's got really good quality. It's uh, HD webcam. And That's amazing. What is it called? Uh, it's the Logitech uh, Broadcaster Wi-Fi, and it's you know it's super Mac friendly. It's actually designed more for Mac almost than uh, a PC. Suck it, Windows. Yeah, and so it, I have a video also on the Let's Find Jesus YouTube channel. Dude, that sounds like something we need to get a hold of. I have one well, right there. We need to use that shit. Well, I think for what we do, it wouldn't really benefit. I don't know. I'm still playing with it because we already have we have video cameras and mixers here. So yeah, but not here. I mean, like at shows. Oh like yeah, backstage. for shows. If we can get on the Wi-Fi network or bring a hotspot, maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah we should start doing that. Maybe we should do. That 
that this weekend in Austin. Maybe we should broadcast in Austin from the green room before the show. It's going to be you, me, and Duncan, and uh, Aubrey from Onnit.com is going to cool. be there. Oh, snap. We're going to have a good time. Yes. Oh, snap, you dirty bitches. I forgot that we're in Austin. Yeah, this weekend, <laughs> man. Saturday night. Oh, Mo- I forgot Aubrey lived there. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, we're going to have a good fucking time. Fuck yeah. And then we got to go to this uh, barbecue place that everybody waits in line all day for. It's supposed to be ridiculous. Mm. Aubrey said they would hire someone to go wait in line, but the problem with that is then you don't get it fresh. You want to get it like right as it comes off the grill. The only way to do that is you have to wait in line for like an hour and a half. Oh, fuck that. No, I don't want that. It's crazy wait. Dude, let's go eat our own. Let's make our own. No, you don't know what you're doing. I don't care. Your barbecue and I'm skills. I'm waiting an hour and a half for some barbecue. It's supposed to be unbelievable. Ari Shafir said it was so good after you waited in line an hour and a half, it was worth it. Anything's good if you wait in line for an hour and a half. That's why anytime you, uh, your wife cooks for you, it's always good because you had to sit there and wait two hours instead of two minutes for putting a lean pocket in the microwave. You were like, all right, I just had to sit here and smell the whole cooking process of the food. Of course, I'm going to love your food. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you definitely don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you poor, poor fool. Uh, so uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. We have nothing else to say to each other. We will be doing a, uh, a just Brian and Joe only podcast, though, to celebrate our 300th podcast. I think we've done that with every 100, right? Every Oh, no, we tried no. to do one with Duncan. Yeah, we did one with Duncan last time. Yeah. Um, but the... Um, the 100th and now the 300th. It's kind of crazy. This is our third year doing this. This month, next month, uh, marks our third year doing this podcast. Yeah, it's crazy. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. How the fuck did that happen? Mm-hmm. Time just flew up. Remember when you were, like, back in the day, we would make fun of December 21st, 2012? Dude, it's going to be the end of the world. Because it didn't seem like it was real. It right. didn't seem like that date was ever going to come. That shit's this month, son. It's almost December 1st. December 1st on Saturday. 20 days later, end of the Mayan calendar. Are you ready? Yeah, shit. You ain't ready. You're not ready for Doomsday. You ain't a prepper. Did you watch Prepping? You ever watch that? Doomsday Prepping? No. Oh, it's a good show to watch. It's one of my new things I watch. These nutty bitches canning peaches and fucking stuffing them under their bed. (laughs) One guy, he he shot his thumb. He had a fucking, his his gun uh, misfired. His his thumb started bleeding and he fainted. I'm like, you fucking pussy. You think you're going to last through the fucking apocalypse and you can't even deal with a little blood loss? You faint like a bitch because your thumb's bleeding? How dare you? How dare you be on doomsday preppers with that bitch-ass attitude? There was one couple that was really religious and they were buying a lot of alcohol. And like, we don't even drink alcohol, but we're going to need it for bartering. And also uh, to construct Molotov cocktails in case we're attacked. And so then they were practicing with the Molotov cocktails. Like they uh, had like this, uh, these rocks and they would uh, light the fucking the thing. You know what a Molotov cocktail is, folks. It's you take a thing of high proof alcohol and you stuff like a rag in it and you get it all wet with the alcohol. And then you light the rag and throw it and it explodes in flames. These fucking dummies are standing there throwing glasses of vodka at the rocks and burst them into flames. Yeah, this is a good weapon. Meanwhile, they have fucking guns. They have like, 
huge caches of guns, huge safes filled with machine guns. They have like ankle holsters on, and this is right next to my dick. I keep a gun next to my dick, one next to my ankle. Like they, they're like completely prepped. And every month they go to the supermarket and they go to like Costco's and places like that and stock up on supplies so they can be better prepared. Like they have a budget of every month where they'll buy like guns and bullets and water and fucking bananas, man. Bananas, bananas to watch. When the apocalypse comes, you gotta really, you gotta really wonder whether or not you want to make it through. Someone had to do that in the past, because everything was the apocalypse when we were monkeys. Okay, every day was the apocalypse. You know, you had to fucking go out and scrounge for food. There was no supermarkets. There's no internet. There's no electricity. It's essentially Mad Max was way better than the way the monkeys lived. At least Mad Max had a car, okay? The apocalypse, you know, being like that, road warrior type scenario, that ain't shit compared to what it definitely used to be. And somebody had to get through that to get to here. They had to get through that to get to here. But the problem is once you're already here, very tough to go back to caveman days. Very tough to scrounge out a living eating dead people that you find under a fucking overpass because that's the only meat that you can bring home to your family. Jesus Christ. You gotta, you gotta wonder whether or not you wanna make it through that. Like, what's the end game in that sort of scenario? If an asteroid hits, you really want it to hit you. Like, it just land right on you. It's fucking, let's try this again. Yeah. What are you doing over there? Surfing the web? No, I'm looking at, uh, uh, just reading that porn, or uh, por- the porn industry is uh, suing Verizon. For protecting pirates and I, I was just like wow Verizon's standing up for the the pirates that's crazy huh the porn industry is uh what are they saying that people are stealing them like on BitTorrent and stuff like that stealing their videos they're saying that Verizon is refusing to comply with court ordered subpoenas and the porn studios see it is more than a or they're just the they just want the you know names of people that are torrenting the shit and I guess Verizon's not playing along that's funny because they play along with the record industry right uh, does Verizon play along with them? I don't know. I mean, some I people know. don't. Some people send out messages, but they won't. Um, they won't actively. St- I don't. There's, there's not a lot. Not a lot for them. You know, the internet companies in going after people that are pirates. It's almost like, eh, you gotta, you gotta figure that shit out on your own. Because they're in the business of providing internet service. And one of the things that people want to do with that internet service is download shit. You know, for you to like start peering into what they're downloading and. You know that uh, mega upload scenario. You know what's going on with that. That that guy Kim dot com, mm-hmm. who's at uh, he was like famous in the early days of the internet. He used to be a hacker, and uh, then became a computer securities expert, and apparently made a fuckload of money. And he takes all these. He used to have this blog. And he takes all these crazy pictures of him in front of his yacht, and you know, chilling in Brazil, and flying in his private jet to this place. And he's got this ridiculous mansion where he lives in in New Zealand, and he's embroiled in this huge uh, legal battle because of MegaUpload.com, which was his uh, website that was accused of uh, hosting pirated material, and apparently the 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 government. Like uh, they, they like according to Kim dot com, like he complied with every request the government had for taking things down, and that they actually asked him to not take these uh, certain files down, and those are the ones that they wound up charging him for. 
because they were, you know, they asked him to not do it because they were trying to track it or something like that. So he's saying that they acted in bad faith in, in organizing their, their evidence against him. As I, as I understand it, I might have fucked that, that argument up. But it's kind of interesting that this, uh, this guy is uh, like this super rich geek who is trying to uh, keep file sharing alive and keep these upload sites alive. And now he's uh, making one where everyone else can contribute download, you can contribute bandwidth and storage. So somehow or another, and they're offering uh, one-click encryption on the fly for free for all data. Mm. So it's, uh, it's really going to be interesting to see where this, this goes because if this guy can figure out how, <clears throat> how to do that, um, you know, what, 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 what can these, uh, record industry people and what can these movie industry people do about that? Because what he's saying is that there's, um, there's data on his site that shows that when mega upload was, was, uh, shut down, that it actually hurt box office numbers, that it doesn't hurt movie, like huge blockbuster movies, like, you know, Mission Impossible type shit. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt them, but it hurts the box offices of more obscure movies who would be heard about and, and transferred and, uh, and, and talked about through the internet and that people would hear about it because of other people downloading them and that would actually m- cause more people to go out and buy it and see it. Which is, which is you know, sort of the, uh, th- that's the attitude that most comics take is that having anything of yours that's out on the internet, it's the, the more that's out there, the better, because then people will hear about you and they'll be able to uh, go out and get your stuff. That's why very few comics remove like MP3s for copyright violation. It's like you, they're happy if anybody's listening because then more people listen to the, your future shit. Yeah. It's an interesting argument, you know, as far as what's copywritten and what's not and what hurts and what doesn't. When someone's got a fucking movie theater in their house, though, that's when shit hurts. Mm. Like, you have, a, you have essentially have a movie theater in your house now. Dude, my new shit is a movie theater in my house. I've been watching so much shit uh, on that thing. And, like, I could see it being... Like, I, I saw Wreck-It Ralph the other day. And I went to one of those movie theaters where, like, it was in a small room where the, the, the screen was about the same size as the screen that now I have in my house. I just take, took one wall of my living room and pretty much made it a movie theater screen. And the projectors are so good nowadays that, that they're HD that it, it's like you don't need uh, – this, this projector screen was $200. The projector was $700, and that right there is better. I don't have any reason to go to a movie theater now. You know? Yeah, if you could just get the movies directly – what, why can't they do that? Why can't they just charge? Like, how about I, iTunes? You know, do it through them. Right. Like, think about this. Like, if you go to the movies, like, how much does it cost to go to the movies? It's like 10 bucks now? Or it's like 13 bucks a 13 ticket. Bucks. Where I go? Charge me 50. Yeah. Charge me 50 so I can watch it with the whole family. Right. Charge me 50 bucks. Well, they, they do that kind of like, like uh, uh, Bobcat's movies and, and Kevin Smith's movie, yeah. Red State. Yeah. Uh, you, you could, you could uh, get the, uh, before it even came out in movie theaters. Yeah, well, Kevin Smith did was beautiful. Yeah, that was the right way to do it. That's very smart. You know, he's uh, aware of his sort of uh, his community. You know, and he, can, he can do something like that. I hope he made money off that. Oh, of course he did. It's a good fucking movie. Yeah. It's a good fucking movie. That, that movie was really well done. And uh, Stephen King, or uh, Steve Root, rather, was amazing in it. He was, he's amazing in that Boardwalk Empire. I just started watching that. Mm. Dude, that show's fucking 
That like show's it. good, dude. Yeah. There's too many goddamn good shows. Yeah. Everybody's like, you gotta watch Mad Men. Fuck you, I do. I, I do time. want. I do want to watch Mad Men. That's on my list of things. I to want watch. to watch Mad Men just for that girl with the big tits. Yes. She got some big titties. Big titties. Big old titties. She's a real woman, huh? Yeah. That's rare that you see like a big voluptuous, sexy plump. You talking about the one with the redhead? Yes. yes. She's plump as fuck. Just wanna. Yeah. Yeah. Big old. You want to tell me? Those are redonkulous, right? Redonkulous. Yeah, that's uh is that what women ever looked like? No, you can't say that. That's a rare specimen. <laughs> you can't qu- claim that that's how they that's how they all looked back in the 20s. But you can't that show Breaking Bad, you know, with Game of Thrones coming back. Walking Dead. Is Walking I Dead. I keep hearing the... that too. That's the problem. Have you not done Walking Dead? Only the first couple of episodes. Uh, it's it was good, but dude, there's not that much time. Oh, that's the other thing I started watching is fucking Homeland. Oh yeah. I started that, that with season 1. Dude, that's good. That show's good. It's not what I thought it was either. I thought it was like CSI type. Is that, is that the Titanic bitch girl? Claire Danes? Yeah. Is it? yeah. She a- no, 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 no. I think you're thinking of a different girl. I think so. Yeah. I don't think. What is her name? Is that her name Claire Danes? Claire Danes is a Titanic girl. I thought she was in that. Or maybe I'm thinking really? somebody else. I don't think Claire Danes is a Titanic girl. The Titanic girl was uh, a little plumper. No, that's Claire Danes. You know? Are you sure? Titanic. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Yep. No. Is that her? No. No. Yeah, no. What I is? don't think so. Kate Winslet. Yes, there you go. Claire Danes is the one who's in this fucking, this new show, though. She, Claire Danes, I was thinking of Romeo and Juliet. She was in Claire Danes with Leonardo DiCaprio. That was a good movie back in the day. Yeah, she's been in a bunch of movies. She's good, man. She she plays a good crazy bitch, too. She was in Les Miserables. How do you say that? Les Miserables. Les Miserables. She was in that. She's a serious actress. That uh, she's good in Homeland. It's a good fucking show, dude. Mm. Disturbing though. It makes you wonder about how much of this is ripped from the headlines, mm. based on a true story. But he, uh, that guy's a badass actor. Who the fuck he is? Who plays the other guy? Um, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Anything to end? Should we bring this bitch home? Yeah. Death Squad's coming to San Diego, 12-12-12. Who? Who are these people? I don't know yet. I know okay, us. you're coming to San Diego. Sarah Tiana's going to be on there, Tony Hinchcliffe. You know, there's been a few other people that said that they want to come, but I, I haven't really. I'm rescheduling it this week. December 12th is still a couple weeks away, yeah. folks. So what you need to do is just prepare yourself for that night. Keep checking Twitter. We will build the anticipation. Yes. Hopefully I can make it down there for that one. Uh, I, Such uh, a great round. Yeah. I got a lot of shit going on right now. There's a... Uh, well, I can't really talk about that in the air. Good stuff, though, folks. Um, so this weekend, that's it. Moody Theater, Austin, yeah. Texas. Next week, um, Pauler Live in Bellevue, Washington with powerful Sam Tripoli. And then um, the Wiltern Theater, December 21st, 2012, the end of the world show with Honey Honey, Doug Stanhope, Joey motherfucking Diaz, and moi. And uh, that should be pretty crazy. That's going to be a fun show. And no, the, f- the world's not going to end. Relax. We're going to be fine. Hopefully. Who knows? It might not be real. It might not be real. Right, Brian? Yeah. feel like it's not real? It's definitely not real. Simulation theory, you're, you're 100% on board now? Yeah. Super simulation theory. What became, what was the tipping point that really made you think this, this world's not real? Well, if you think of it as if it is a simulation theory, 
And then you start going, all right, this is hilarious. You know, somewhere I'm playing on an iPhone 77 and it, this is just like, cause there's just too many things that are like, all right, that's ridiculous that that just happened. That's ridiculous that that just happened. I think so. I, I'm, I'm, I don't believe in it, but I'm acting like I do believe in it and just, just looking at life through that, mm-hmm. that perspective. And it really does seem if you, if you just spend like the next week acting like everything is a simulation, like don't jump in front of building your cars or buildings. You could jump in front of buildings, but don't jump in front of cars. But if you think of it as it's a simulation, it's ridiculous. And then, so what I've been also adding to it, that Asians are the ones that are like kind of babysitting us in the sim- simulation. So <laughs> if you, if you talk, about the simulation too much, you'll you'll out of nowhere an Asian will come around the the corner and just stare at you like like uh oh wait they, a minute that's why are the Asians I don't know are the Asians aliens huh do you think Asians are aliens no I think Asians are like are like the babysitters of us in the simulation I think got to be very careful when talking about any race <laughs> isn't it funny like Asian people could get pissed off at that they could be like what the fuck dude. <laughs> You know? Yeah, because they're they're security. They're mad. You're not supposed to talk about the simulation. Is that what it is, yeah. or is it you're not supposed to talk about any? You're not supposed to talk about any race at all. Right. Even you know, even if you're saying positive things, like the aliens might be more advanced than us, mm-hmm. and the you know they 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 have more uh, alien DNA in Asian people. Like you can't say that because that's making Asian people better, but they'll still get upset. Like you're not even allowed to talk about them. People are so fucking sensitive, Brian. I had something weird happen to me the other day. Uh, have you ever had where, like, I, I was laying down. You might have this in the isolation tank, but maybe. I was laying down, and I had my eyes closed, and I was looking at the images in my eye, like on my eyelids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes you see little things floating around. Sometimes you might see, like, little things moving and stuff. But I had full-on motion video like a person talking somewhere like to somebody else like full on like movement like 100 frames per second like it was like i was watching somebody talk it wasn't a memory because a memory you 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 think of something and you're like oh yeah we were sitting there and then we were talking this was actually watching somebody talk like in full video but it was like just the outline in my eyelid i found that trippy <laughs> So you say, <laughs> I found that trippy. Well, I mean, so you're saying you were hallucinating? You ever, or? I, w- I was hallucinating. Obviously, but you know, it, your eyes closed. But it was, it was like, it, was, it wasn't like the guy was tripping and melting and turning into a snake or anything. It was like somebody just sitting there having a conversation with somebody. But it was full motion, like as if it was, I was watching somebody. Like if I were to open my eyes and there was somebody standing there doing it, then uh-huh. I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. But there was no one there. And it was like, you don't think like, like I don't dream like that. I don't like if I think about somebody, you know, running, I can kind of see them running in my head. But this was like full on motion video. Like it was weird. You've done enough drugs that you've broken your brain. Okay. Maybe that's it. Is that possible? Or I was somehow spying on a different part of the world of the simulation. I was hacking through the firewalls. That could be it, too. <laughs> that could be it, too. You never. Yeah. You have to figure out like what real is and what's not real. Right. What if, you know, the, the, like the, the reality that we exist in, you know, the, the, one of the more attractive parts of the simulation theory thing is that I do think that thoughts and I do think that uh, intention can move life in a certain way. I think it's flexible. I think the world that we live in is a lot more flexible than we like to think. And our, our rigid interpretation of things as being like the only things that are real are things you can weigh or measure or knock on. I, 
I don't think so, man. I think there's some uh, some fucking weirdness to it all. So the idea of a simulation theory sort of comes into play because there's certain things that do get manifested with the mind. There's certain people that sort of almost are like extras in a movie. And there's certain events that almost are, are like peripheral non-events that you could choose to pay attention to or not pay attention to in the background. But your your main focus your your life the the things that that's going on in your world you have a little bit of control over it you got a little bit of wiggle room there it's it's not as simple as you know uh, drive one mile and you're a mile away from where you were it it has to do more with what, what where you are is in your head a little bit and where you're when you're traveling and when you're when you're going places you're still you're you're bringing your world to these other places and influencing it when you when you go to Starbucks, when you when you get in your house, you're bringing your world everywhere you go, and I don't know how much of what goes on outside your world really involves you. There might be a bunch of different parallel worlds intersecting with each other all the time. We're just only able to perceive the shit that we consider to be our world. We're told deja vu is our mind thinking of something before it's actually done. Like like if you go into a room, your brain actually thinks of something like a micro, micro, microsecond mm-hmm. before you actually think of it. And so it feels like deja vu. That's what scientists are right. saying. But what if that is something like, no, we've been in this simulation before. We've been in the situation before. But last time we died in a fucking motorcycle accident. And this time we're doing it again. You know, like it's- it could be. There's, there's also the ideas that every thought that you make, there's this, this is one of the weirdest uh, theories that I've ever heard about reality. Every decision you make every direction you choose to go in branches you off into a completely separate area of the universe and it creates an entirely new universe with new possibilities and new probabilities it's like one of the things that they used to say about time travel is you could never really go back in time because if you did you could affect the reality of just by existing in the past you could affect the future so much that you might never have been born mm-hmm. you could you could really fuck up the the possibilities for everything like you could throw a ripple into the wave well the idea is that you you sort of do that with every decision you make in every direction you move in and that not only is that possibility a reality but that all the other possibilities are alternate realities that you don't experience. But you could have made every wrong choice, every possible choice, and they all branch off into completely new universes. And that all these things are going on together at the same time. And that when you're having a deja vu, you're almost like crisscrossing with your possible worlds. And you have like a blip in the matrix, a yeah, blip in a time. Yeah. We just, we know what we can measure. And we know, we know that when you get in the car and you hit the gas, you know exactly how fast you go. You look at the speedometer. But what we don't know is what we're not measuring. Weird feelings between people. You think about someone. They call. There's weird shit that we don't know, understand, that we don't measure. And so we kind of like push it under the mattress. And, but th- that shit is tangible. The feeling that you get when someone doesn't like you. You know, like if you ever been around someone, like especially if you're around like a girl and her friend doesn't like you and you don't even have to like say a word. You mm-hmm. just feel it. Yeah. You feel like, oh, what mm-hmm. the fuck's going on here? That that's a real, that's a real energy being passed back and forth. And that can really affect your life. If that person's in your life, that gross feeling now becomes a part of your reality that it actually shapes your possibilities. I don't know. So I think, I think, um, we're we're learning a lot about reality 
about what you can and can't do to to influence it, what you can and can't do to shape it. We're learning a lot about it by doing this fucking show. Mm-hmm. We're changing reality, Brian. Do you know that? Wow. A lot of people, are, their realities are being changed because of this show. They get access to different ideas now. They don't exist. They don't exist? No. I think they do. I think we don't exist. Yeah. How about that? Oh. How about that? How about we uh, We have been created by other people's imaginations to rescue them from South Dakota? <laughs> How about that? Could be. In their world, you don't exist. Fuck kind of hippie bullshit is this, folks? This is no way to end a sensible podcast with the great John McAfee on the run in Belize. This has been a a wonderful experience. I'm glad you came along with us on this little magical mystery tour. We will be back tomorrow. Uh, Looks like we've got to do tomorrow fairly early, like noonish, with the great Duncan Trussell. Cause I got some shit I got to do in the afternoon. Uh, so uh, that will be tomorrow's podcast. And then Thursday, the one and only Eddie motherfucking Bravo. And that will also be around the same time, which is uh, 12-ish p.m. Pacific time, you fucking freaks. And uh, both of those will be done with shitty internet. So uh, g- good luck trying to watch it on Ustream. But we'll have it up on iTunes. And we'll eventually get that internet thing figured out, even if I have to call our congressman. I have to get Joe Biden on the phone. We're going to straighten this out if I need to make a donation. We're going to work it out, folks. We're going to keep it together. We're going to make it grow. We're all in this freak ride together. Anything to say, Brian? Anything to add to all those beautiful people out there? Um, Suck it! Hollywood Improv, December 20th, American Comedy Co. in San Diego, 12-12-12. Okay, you you heard it all there, you fucks. And we'll see you. Brian will be with me and the great Duncan Trussell this Saturday night in Austin, Texas at the Moody Theater. All right, you fucks. Uh, We love the shit out of you. We never anticipated any of this happening, and we're enjoying every step of the way. And uh, we love the fuck out of you. We'll see you soon. (laughs) Bye-bye.